Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And this is episode 69. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, it sure is. I waited 68 episodes to fucking say that one. We started the podcast so you could say that. Yeah, I had a, <laughs> I just had a, a dream one night and I said, you know what? That's fucking perfect. Yeah, definitely. Start a podcast, put a lot of hours into it. Yeah. Work on skills. Yeah. Learn how to have the courage to talk to an audience, <laughs> even though they're not actually there, but you emotionally can't deal with it. Yeah. Learn how to edit. Yeah. <laughs> also, I could make the joke. <laughs> 69. Nice. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> it's kind of like why I got married. Oh, yeah? So I could say, my wife. <laughs> that was a very uh, roundabout way of being able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a commitment. Yeah. You think? One way or another. Yeah. <laughs> Both internally and, you know, just being married. Yeah. The whole marriage commitment thing, yeah. <laughs> but no regrets. Yeah. No regrets. Nope. Not no, yet. Not yet. What about ragrets? <laughs> what? There's like multiple versions of that, like getting a bad tattoo thing. Oh. There's ragrets too. Is this like the <laughs> the screaming woman at the cat meme? Yeah. <laughs> How you pronounce something? Yeah. It was like some somebody got like a no regrets tattoo, but it, they spelled it with an A. Yeah, yeah. So it's that's why I always yeah, say yeah. no regrets or regrets. Regrets. Yeah, because yeah. they switch the E they and the R. The e yeah. And R yeah. yeah, but there's multiple versions. So oh, like, you okay. get the ragrets too. Ragrets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that like a Boston person saying rugrats? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Getting an orange for the ragrats. Yeah. <laughs> and the cat. And the car park. <laughs> the car park. Yeah. That's a thing. You couldn't have just been like, park the car. I, but, I, I couldn't do it as a... Park the car? Park the, park the car. <laughs> but a car park is a thing. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. It's like a parking structure. We have officially lost any Boston all, listeners. All one of our listeners is now gone. <laughs> but they told all their friends. Yeah. And now we have a huge hate yeah, group. Yeah, a hate, hate fan group. Yeah. yeah. Full of Boston... <laughs> Tenials. Yeah. Boston Tenials? I don't, it, it, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I mean, you don't live there. You don't know. You're right. I don't. <laughs> and thanks to uh, gossip about us, I don't think we really could move there, even if we wanted to at this point. Mm, bummer. Yeah. Bummer indeed. Okay. Well, before we start our episode, not that we have really, <laughs> I came about making a secret recipe for a grilled cheese sandwich today. And I wanted to share with you and all the listeners. I debated whether I should just keep this like a KFC thing and just like lock up the recipe somewhere. Yeah. And not let anybody see it. Yeah. Go into like large groups of public people and just be like, yeah, I have a recipe. No, you can't see it. You know, just be like Mr. Krabs. Really grow up the hype for it. Yeah. It's secret. So yeah. you don't get I'm to know. I'm sorry. I can't. Here are five of the six ingredients. Yeah. So, 
What's your recipe? Oh, right. So, <laughs> I initially started to just make a grilled cheese naturally, right? Yeah. So, I was like, okay, I'll need bread and cheese. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't really want to butter the bread, you know? I was like, I might be a little bit lazy about this. So, I just sprayed your uh, olive... Avocado oil. Avocado oil. Yeah. On the pan. Yeah. I was like, that's good enough. I'll put the both buns down at the same time. I don't know why I call them buns. Slices buns. of bread. Yeah. That's the recipe. It's actually a cheeseburger without meat. Actually, no joke, <laughs> In-N-Out grilled cheese is so good. Uh, it is pretty yeah. good. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but it's like practically the same price, I feel like. It's like, a, yeah. Cheaper. I'm saying that not knowing the price. I'm pretty sure it's like $1.50, so I think it's cheaper. Okay. Yeah, regardless. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, no, I, re- I use sourdough because that's, like, the that's best the only bread, bread you for can use. grilled cheese. Yeah. So, I put those both down, put my sliced cheese on. Then Did I you was put like, cheese on both sides? Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, holy fuck. You know what? I think we have some of those little pepperonis. I was like, yeah. I typically do pepperoni in general. Yeah. Let's put the little ones on. Yeah. You know, like the salad ones. Yeah. Only I wasn't having a salad. Yeah, they were actually meant for me to make zucchini pizzas. Oh. Yeah. For myself, obviously. Yeah, oh, I know yeah. you wouldn't I mean, eat them. Clearly. <laughs> anyway, so do we have any left? Yeah. Okay, good. I was going to use all of <laughs> I covered the entire surface with little in ones. mini pepperonis. You could have just used like six to eight regular pepperonis. It's not the same. <laughs> no, I, I just sporadically spread them around. Got it. Obviously okay. both sides. Yeah. Uh, but then I started, you know... The, the gears were turning in the head, and I started thinking about, like, what else can I put on this motherfucker, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll throw some seasoning on, you know? Uh-huh. A little bit of here, a little bit of there. Black yeah. pepper, you know? Put some onion, chopped onion, whatever, specks. Onion flakes, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I think I did some red pepper just for, you know, to feel Spice like I was, like, a, a like artiste, you know? Yeah. And then... Did you salt bay it? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> If I was using bay leaves, I would have had to Michael Bay it. Yeah. <laughs> but finally, I looked to my left, and holy fuck, the 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 special recipe ingredient appeared out of nowhere. And by that, I mean it was just sitting on the counter, and I saw it. Yeah. The is it French's? Uh huh. The, the the fried onion. Oh. Chips. Yeah, yeah. That we used for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I knew existed my whole life, but it's not like a thing I ever really bought. I don't think anybody but buys we them. Did it for until Thanksgiving, it's Thanksgiving and time. then I was like, "Well, we have them. Might as well put it on literally everything I eat now." Yeah, I noticed that. And so- <laughs> you're like dipping them in peanut butter. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, but but now you want to, don't you? <laughs> so I sprinkled that motherfucker uh-huh. onto it. Yeah. Right. Let okay. it sizzle for a little bit. Put a you. The, the trick is, um, this is probably the trick. Everyone probably does this, but I just feel like it's a me thing. Mm-hmm. You put a lid on. Yeah. And that helps everyone melt that. the cheese. <laughs> well, again, I'm not around when other people make them. I'm around when I make them. Yeah. So. Okay. Secret recipe. Yeah. I like the idea of the... Uh... And then when it's like half melted, mm-hmm. you fold that motherfucker up. Mm-hmm. And then you sit a little bit more on each side a little mm-hmm. bit. And then, boom. You got, like, the greatest grilled cheese ever made. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. Fucking did that. Are there any of those it onions was... left? Yeah, there are. Okay. <laughs> I did debate whether I just put them all on. I was like, yeah. you know what? Should I just fucking do it? Yeah. <laughs> got to the point where I was like, ah, I almost did it. You know? Yeah. I was like, no, no. Yeah. Resist. <laughs> Resist. 
You need them for the next one. Were you know? they still crunchy? I don't remember. Oh, okay. But it tasted good. Yeah, it was hella good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Maybe you can make me one tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't eaten them all before I get home. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I see. Okay. Well, it sounds pretty tasty. Yeah, no, it was really good. Okay. I feel like I'm like a born again, like, five-star chef. Nothing good starts with that sentence. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> What is that? That was born again five star chef. So you, know, I mean you were a five star chef in a previous life. Yeah, or whatever. like okay. whatever. Resur- re- resurrected. Resurrected. Re- reincarnated. Reincarnated. Yes. Yeah. I mean, born again works. Yeah, but usually that's referring to religion. Okay. Well, I was thinking born again virgin is the only example I could think of. Oh, right. <laughs> Which, Which is not real. No one's. Okay. <laughs> but no one's going to like complain. Yeah. Let's say, you know, you're about to get with someone. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm a virgin. Up and bored again. Yeah. Or a guy. I don't want to be sexist. Yeah. Whatever whatever person you're dealing with, if they're like, oh, I'm born again, I am not of that type. Yeah. I've never done it before. Yeah. This time. Yeah. This time. <laughs> <laughs> but last time I did. Yeah. <laughs> a couple weeks ago I did. If someone were to say that to you, it's not going to change your like... Am I going to have sex with them? No, it's just going to change your respect level. Yeah, but <laughs> depending on the the date count it was to begin with, you might not have had any to begin with, right? Yeah, that's true. You know, were they the one that you want to take home or the one you want to take around <laughs> the, the corner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a pretty eloquent. Yeah, I, I took a while. I... <laughs> In my head, I knew I was going somewhere, but I didn't know where. Yeah, I feel like you've been out of the dating world for a little while. It's too difficult to think of those things. Hey, from what I understand, the whole app dating thing is all about just hooking up. So That's what I've heard as well. So, it's not wrong to say, like, or is it someone to take around the corner, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Shake Shack isn't just a restaurant, I'll tell you that. Yeah. (laughs) I actually don't know. I just made that up. Yeah. It, it's probably just a restaurant. Yeah. I hope that was a Frosty I had. Ew. Oh, my God. All right. On that note. Okay. Okay. We're, gonna, we're done. We're done. We're done with that. Anyways. So, yeah. You are all welcome. I gave you a free grilled cheese recipe. If you really like it when you try it, leave a review. Yeah. Let us know how great of a grilled cheese recipe we gave yeah. you. Yeah, and this is like a good thing to get because he's you're like known for suggesting new recipe items or like making modifications on what you order at a restaurant and then they're like, I should add that to the menu. Yeah. We've that's happened to you so many times. Yeah. Unfortunately they never want to give me royalties yeah. for these ideas. Yeah, yeah. That's my thing. I yeah. feel like I'm like the idea guy. Mm-hmm. I just need to learn how to execute stuff. Yeah. Although in this sense, I did. I, I made the grilled cheese. Yeah. So, but yeah. But we thought of the Thanksgiving pizza. True. And then we made That a, was a hit. That was a fucking hit. And then we made a Thanksgiving calzone. Stuffing crust. Well, you know, in the crust. Yeah. <laughs> Stuffing stuffed crust. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That's what I was yeah. trying to say. <laughs> you are all welcome. Everyone's like, I'm going to try this. Yeah. When's Thanksgiving? Yeah. I'll do it now. Yeah, might as well. (laughs) 
All right, whatever. Let's let's get into our our fucking actual content. Yes. We are here for movies, TV, and games. But let's start with our new releases. Yeah, we've got a handful of new things coming out this week. Um, Netflix has on December first. So Netflix on the first has uh, the holiday movies that made us, which is a spinoff of the movies that made us. Interestingly, <laughs> um, and it's going to be covering us. Uh, specifically Christmas or holiday movies like Elf and uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, that's, among other things. That's really weird. So this is a show that's based around Christmas holiday movies, and they have The Nightmare Before Christmas. It does say a holiday. movie that is presumably about Christmas, if you think about it, mm-hmm. and not Halloween, or yeah. else it would have been released, oh, I don't know, September, October. Yeah. Just an idea. Yeah, I knew you were going to fucking shit talk as soon as I put this on here. Uh, another interesting thing, didn't they have Home Alone in the first set of... I think so, yeah. Movies that made us? Yeah, I think so. I feel like that was like a thing because like, it was all about like him doing like the, the shaving thing mm-hmm. where he screams whatever in the mirror. Yeah. He did it on the spot, right? That wasn't a part of the right. the, the original plan. Yeah. So that's interesting. I wonder if that that specifically did really well with the the viewership that mm-hmm. they were like, maybe we have something with just holiday themes. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to watch the episode about Elf, obviously, because yeah. it's one of the best movies ever made. I mean, you say that, <laughs> and I will say I do enjoy it at times, but yeah. like I can't rewatch that as much as you think it's. I could wa- watch rewatchable. I could watch just the scene where he jumps onto the tree. Like, probably ten times and like, not stop laughing. Just watching him eat in the movie <laughs> so gives me diabetes. <laughs> it's so funny. And I'm I just, don't eat the greatest. I'm just, I just told you about a grilled cheese concept I have that's clearly not healthy. I'm having trouble not crying laughing just thinking about the scene where he's like, got it, and like jumps onto the tree and it falls over. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Interesting fact. At least I think, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, the parents in that movie, mm-hmm. his parents, yeah, are the same ones as in Step Brothers, right? If I'm correct. Uh, the dad is different, but I think the mom's the same. Is the dad different? Well, I think he's the same guy. But the dad, well, he might be his real dad. Well, it's not Santa Claus. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the dad's different. Because one of them's a stepdad in Step Brothers, right? So this okay, well that's what I meant. Okay, stepdad in Step Brothers, right? And then his dad well, the in is... Elf. Open scenes, the same actors are the parents. The parent role, yeah, in those two movies are the same. Okay, I think the dad's different, but regardless, well, we'll look it up. We will. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll announce it next week. Yeah, yeah. If you want to place a bet. <laughs> Um, okay, also on December 1st, Stargate SG-1, all 10 seasons, is coming back to Netflix. This was, I feel like, on Netflix forever and a half ago. Was it? Like, a long time ago. This was ago. like a Showtime show, right? I don't even know. I don't remember. Apparently what, I think it, it was went, Showtime. <laughs> I looked, at the, this, looked this up because I literally thought that it was already on Netflix. And this is like back when shows had like 25 plus episodes a yes. season. This isn't going to be so short. So apparently they made like a Stargate-specific streaming service. <laughs> What? Yes. Which obviously is no longer, as of I think last year. So. Okay. 
I, I was like, I need to dig more into that, they but I didn't have time. They had a couple of those shows. Like, there was another spinoff show that was, like, Atlanta or Atlantis. Atlantis, yes. Yeah, there real, were a few of them. Real Stargates and then of Atlanta, I think, is what it was called. No. Uh, there were also a couple of movies and some other shit, so. Um. <laughs> anyway. Well, there was one movie, right? I think The there, original that came out in, like, the I 90s. I think there was another movie. With it, Kurt it, Russell and that other guy that I don't know his name. That other guy. But he had glasses on, and he was, like, the... The nerd guy who yeah. did the the portal stuff. I didn't see it. You know what they need to do? Hmm. They need to make. They need to reboot the franchise, but put in like different historical like times in each movie. Like ah. bring me to Greece. Yeah. Give me give me that one. Yeah. But you know, actually have like Greek mythology creatures and stuff. Right. Yeah. For sure. Um. Well, I mean, I guess. Probably Netflix would consider doing that if they know how well the show is viewed. Well, they don't own it, though. They just would have the show on their yeah, service. but if they wanted to make a series reboot, they probably could look into it. All right, whatever. <laughs> I was talking movies, not shows. Okay, but... sorry. All right. Um, on December 4th, we've got... Hey, oh, one more thing. Interesting fact. <laughs> Wait, I can't you, remember you, you said name. that wrong. What? And one more thing. Oh. And one more thing. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but MacGyver mm-hmm. himself, yeah, is in this show. Not not MacGruber, not MacGruber. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Okay, MacGyver. Yeah. Okay. Mullet Man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I feel like I've seen some episodes of Stargate, but I haven't really like watched. Uh, never got into it. Have you seen the movie? No. Okay. Um, you like Egyptian shit, though, right? I mean, it's based around Egyptian time. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, so, I used to like Egyptian history and shit like that. Yeah. But that's in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry, de- go on. December 4th. Let's try to let's try to plow through the rest of these. December 4th. Around the corner. <laughs> um, Captain Underpants Mega Blissmas. I assume okay, as a kid's just thing. Another, yeah, that's... <laughs> But it's new, so yeah. I'm letting everybody know. And then I've ta- mentioned this a few times, so in case anybody was looking forward to it, Mank. It's the story of the Herman J. Mankiewicz, who was collabor- the collaborator with Orson Welles working on Citizen Kane. That's finally coming to Netflix as well. Um, Big Mouth Season 4 comes out. Pretty excited about that. Okay. And Selena the Series, which is pretty cool. Also, fun fact, uh, Rosita from The Walking Dead plays Selena. Obviously, that's not her real name, but <laughs> that actress plays Selena. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, good. Maybe she'll actually do something on a show she's on. Yeah. She's got, uh, that's some pretty, pretty hefty shoes to fill. People are going to be very critical of that show, I'm sure, because mm-hmm. it was a, she was a very beloved. Yeah. I, I hear it's a role to die for. Okay. That's too soon. What? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> You're ridiculous. All right, let's see what Hulu has for us. On the first, the Lord of the Rings trilogy is coming to Hulu, in case anybody, for some reason, doesn't already own those and needs to watch them. There's a lot of other old stuff, but I had to put that in there because mm. it's it's amazing. So I see. Uh, and December 4th, the Hardy Boys season one premieres on Hulu, which is apparently like a darker take on the book series. Kind is this of, an original? I believe so. It's a Hulu original. It's a Hulu show, yes. Okay. And 
it is kind of like CW's Riverdale or like the newer, like kind of more adult take on Nancy okay, Drew. So there's going to be a lot of origin clues? Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, also, then we're going to have She Dies Tomorrow, which was previously released on July 31st in the U.S. This is uh, a so, horror movie, uh-huh. which the chick, they're like the main character, uh, seems to know that she's going to be dying the next day. Okay. Anyway, so so the person that wrote it, she said that she wrote it and she was inspired by the the impression people got from her when she would tell them stories about her anxiety. And so I have a feeling there's going to be some interesting situations happening in this movie. That's why I put it on here because it seems like it might be very interesting. Okay. And then some sources said it was like a comedy horror and some so like sources. Comedy? Yeah, and then some sources just said horror. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll probably check it out. Anyway, it seemed like it could be interesting. Um, and on least, December... I guess we know how to end, so... <laughs> yeah. On December 5th, something called Black Ops. I couldn't figure out what this is about, but I... It's, I Sounds was, like some generic I put it on there because movie. it sounded like Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which obviously I, I thought it's I was not. like, wait a minute. I know. I tried <laughs> to look and see if it was any, in any way related. Pretty sure it's not. But it's a new movie. And then Waiting for the Barbarians, which is a movie that was released on August 7th of this year in the U.S. Okay. Um, and on 12-6, we have the Secret Garden remake. This is the remake one that we yes. saw the trailer for a while back? Yes. Uh, okay, so that's all Hulu. Amazon Prime, they have something, The Sound of Metal, which is an Amazon original. And this one, Riz Ahmed is playing a rock, rock band drummer who starts mm-hmm. to lose his hearing. And then the struggles that go along with that. Rizamet is the guy who's like one of the villains in the uh, Venom movie. Yes. Yes. He was, yeah, the main antagonist. Yes. I don't remember his name, but you know who I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what the symbiote was that he had. Symbiote. Symbiote. (laughs) They changed that in the movie, too. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It's a bit so embarrassed. Um, and Disney Plus on December 4th has a new movie called Godmothered, uh, which this one could be interesting because it's Isla Fisher and uh, she's like a character who somehow meets a fairy godmother in training played by Jillian Bell. And Jillian Bell did... I don't know who either of these people are. Isla Fisher? The she's name Sasha Baron right? Cohen's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll find you. <laughs> yes, yes. She's hilarious. Um, and Jillian Bell did a movie about, like, running a marathon. She's a comedian. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, I never saw that. I didn't either, but I wanted to. It, it was called, like, I like, Ran a Marathon or something like that? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Jen Runs a Marathon or something that, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, whatever her name is. Jane. Jill. Whatever, yeah. Janice. Yeah. <laughs> Jillian. <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> um... Yeah, but she's... That's I've, an original. I would like to watch that. Yeah, yeah. We it's also look. in 4K, so... Okay, we gotta go check that out. So, they're gonna be in a movie about a person who finds, like, very godmother in training, so it seems like it could be funny. It's all like it's comedy. She's yes. usually in funny things. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a comedy, because there's no way that those two are in a serious movie together. Gotcha. Um, and then Mulan, which I probably... I mean, I forgot about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> so, this is officially gonna be on Disney+. Plus On December 4th. For yes. free. Yes. And by free, I mean what you're paying for. What you're paying for Disney Plus already. Yes. Uh, And, of course, Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 6. Episode 
six. Yeah, which uh, just seems to be getting more interesting. So we do have some news about the Mando yeah. later on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, all right, HBO Max on December second. I know these aren't fiction, but I feel like these are worth mentioning. Something called Baby God is a documentary about a fertility doctor who used his own sperm to inseminate his patients for 30 years. Would that be considered rape? I feel like yes. I don't know. But I want to watch this. It sounds insane. That, it, I hope it's the next Tiger King. Yeah, absolutely. Um <laughs> And on December 3rd, the next day, so we got to finish it that day, right? So the next day, Heaven's Gate, the Cult of Cults, uh, it's a documentary about this UFO-based religion, religious cult in 1974 near San Diego. So I remember the name Heaven's Gate. I feel like I've just listened to it. Yeah, this is about the comet, right? No, no, that was That's the Haley. 90s. Yeah, that was the 90s. I was alive when that happened. Yeah, yeah. They thought there was a, a UFO, like, trailing the, the tail of the comet. Yes, yeah. And if they kill themselves at a certain time, it would, like, it would bring, bring them, them to the aliens or some shit. Some weird shit like that, yeah. I don't... I, I was not in the cult. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I am yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either that or you didn't drink the Kool-Aid <laughs> when you were supposed to. Um, the Martian punch. Yeah, so I've heard... Some shit about Heaven's Gate. And so I feel like I remember it being interesting. Obviously, it's alien-based, so it's got to be good. I had my ears perked. I don't yeah. know if you saw that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> well, you said this was uh, nonfiction. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, and then also, for anybody who didn't see this or wants uh, to. I know what this is. I know. Uh, on December 5th, the photograph, which was released on... February 14th, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I remember um, the trailers for this shit. Yeah, it's like, movies. The, there's like a, a mom and then like a daughter who like doesn't want to follow in her footsteps and she's like pushing the guy away and whatever. It's a fucking it's, romantic It's a romantic bullshit movie. bullshit movie, but it's Issa Rae and so she's pretty popular right now mm-hmm. in case anybody wants to watch that. Um, it, it, it looked fine for a romantic bullshit yeah, movie. Yeah, it's like yeah. her trying to find out about her mother's yes. growing up. Yeah. Through pictures and then yes. somehow it like ties into her relationship issues with some guy. Yes. Right? Yes. Exactly. There's the movie. Yep. You're welcome. Much. I'll give it a slice it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're already going to read it. You're yeah. all welcome. <laughs> okay. And then CBS All Access, there's like new episodes of shows that are airing right now. Um, and Peacock, there really wasn't a whole lot that was new except Tremors 1 through 5. So if anybody hasn't seen those or wants to rewatch them, they're all going to be on Peacock this week. So we're going to watch the first few again, huh? I mean, obviously. <laughs> I mean, have you seen them? I feel like you haven't seen them all. I've seen the first one, for sure. Okay. Yeah. With Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's terrifying. <laughs> As a person. <laughs> Not in the movie. Yeah. Okay. That's like... <laughs> because I remember everything She's like, that yeah, I... it's a horror movie. No. Kevin I... Bacon was in it. <laughs> I remember everything that he's in because his face is terrifying. <laughs> because the first thing I ever saw him in was Hollow Man. Oh, my God. And I Such can't. a good movie. It's awful. It's terrifying. Terrible title. It's so terrifying. Great movie. It's terrifying. So after that, everything I saw him in, he was that mm-hmm. guy. And so he's. it's always a horror movie. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's all I got for you this week. It's just crazy that that's the first movie you saw Kevin Bacon in. 
Again. The guy literally has a game designed after him <laughs> about everything Which he's been I in. I love playing, and I'm real mad that you don't like playing that. I think it's real fun. I, here's my thing. Yeah. I'm not good. I don't do well with names. Like, I know people in yeah. stuff, but, like, I couldn't tell you their name off the top of my head. Right. So but- I have to sit and think about their name. Not that I don't know who I'm talking about. I just don't know what their name is. Yeah, but that's... that's How like many it. times on here I'm like, oh, and there's this other guy that I've seen somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know his name. Yeah, that's true. I'm pro- I, in fact, I probably shouldn't even be on a podcast. But that's one of the if reasons. That's how I. That's one of the reasons work. that game is fun, though, because like if you play the game enough, eventually you remember. Oh, that's that's this person's name now. You know, that's not. I mean, it's always always their oh, name. So it's secretly just like. It's a memory. So secretly, it's tool. just like a quiz for you to like practice memory. Yeah, but it's more fun than just mm. like memorizing equations of something. I see. Whatever, jerk. All right. Okay. That's it? That's it. That's all I got for you. Okay. Tremors. I mean, there's a lot of new, not yeah. new stuff. There's a lot of stuff coming to all the streaming services on the first, but it's yeah. all like old stuff. So I didn't bother going into that. Yeah. Yeah. So you can either Netflix and chill or Tremors around the corner. Yeah. Peacock and Tremors. Yeah. Peacock. <laughs> and Tremble. <laughs> Peacocks will give you Tremors. Yeah. All right. I don't think we have any delays as far as I can tell. What? I mean, maybe because there's nothing coming out to be delayed. Fair enough. They prom- they finally gave up and stopped giving things release dates. Yeah. I mean, well, well, I shouldn't say there's nothing coming out. There's nothing that's not already done. That hasn't already been delayed or released. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's delayed, it's not coming out till next year, yeah. as far as we know. Yes. So, uh, but that Black Widow, that'd be an interesting one to find out. I, I'm really curious if Wonder Woman is going to change that story. Yeah. I really hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, the other ginger bitch on the big screen. Yeah. (laughs) Our first story in DTF Quickies. Uh, We got our first glance of Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah. Via the movie's Twitter account. Uh, Basically, they gave a teaser for the movie. It's... Go figure, live action ish, whatever you call that, where they have a CGI animal, but mm-hmm. they call it live action. Yeah. Uh, basically, they just kind of pan through a bunch of dogs sitting there doing their dog thing. Doing a, their dog thing. On a, a white background. Yeah. And then you come up to this big motherfucking red dog mm-hmm. named Clifford. Yeah. And that was the tease. That was the yeah. trailer. That was yeah. it. Yep. There was like some kind of narration, but eh. how'd you feel about it? I mean, it was fine. Very straightforward. Yeah. We we knew this movie existed. The only... So, Won't lie, I did forget. Yeah, I was I, 100% this. I forgot about it until you showed me this. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, my gripe with it is it looks like a golden retriever. I was so confused. Was it a golden retriever or a lab? It looked like a golden retriever to me. That's what I thought at first. I was like, or, oh, maybe it's a lab because I don't know dogs that well. I guess I could go back and look at it again. But it looked like a golden retriever to me. But in my mind... Clifford looks more like a spaniel of some kind. But that's just like... I couldn't tell you what kind of dog I think he looks like. This is coming from somebody whose family watched the dog show for Thanksgiving every year. Hmm. So I might have more... Gotcha. (laughs) uh, Nitpickiness with respect to that. I feel like I don't really... I never pictured him as a uh, retriever. He kind of looked like he was just Scooby-Doo in the live action stuff. But red. And bigger. Yeah, with more floppy ears. Also, is I would hope that the one that they show in this teaser is a puppy. Because mm-hmm. 
proportionally speaking, he didn't look that much bigger. Yeah. He looked like four times the size, I would say. Yeah, but not of like the size of a house. The other dogs. Yeah. But he's supposed to be bigger than a fucking house, yeah. right? That's yeah. the whole gimmick. He has to be a puppy because he also looked like a puppy. I imagine they're For- just going to have it like be like, oh, he's a puppy in the beginning. Here's a montage of him growing up with his family and getting bigger, doing comedic dog stuff. stuff as a big dog. And then at least the other half of the movie will be him as an adult, right? Right. Yeah, probably. Some kind of like big lesson will be learned by somebody at some point by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Now here's my question. Are they going to make this one of those fucking inspirational dog movies? Oh, God, I hope not. You know, they always have a dog and then somebody has a sad story in the background. And crying. And the dog comes and fixes it. Yeah. Or doesn't. I hope But there's they a dog, don't. so everybody's happy in the end. I hope they don't do that. I hope they just do something normal. Yeah. It wasn't like, what was the last one? Was it like driving in rain or some shit like that? That sounds like There was a be... dog in the passenger seat. Yeah. A dog's purpose. That was one. Was one of the most recent ones. Yeah. <laughs> My coworkers was like, I finally watched A Dog's Purpose. And I was like, why? <laughs> Hello, Matt. <laughs> it's like, how dare you? <laughs> but then you were like, so what was it? <laughs> <laughs> what was the purpose? Yeah. To make you cry? And they were like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really do want to make a cat movie like that. Yeah. Because I feel like I have like all of these things I could put together yeah. to make a hell of emotional cat story. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know? You should write a screenplay. It's going to start. finish your it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna start with a cat just on a mantle, knocking over the vase that <laughs> holds somebody's, somebody's dear, ashes. important family member's ashes. Yeah. Like, no thank you. I don't need that here. That's in my way. Yeah. <laughs> And then they walk the other way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dark comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, this isn't. I don't. I'm assuming this isn't really geared towards. My uh, it's market. obviously for our families and <laughs> yeah. kids, right? Yeah. But because we did grow up, at least I grew up with these books. Yeah. Couldn't tell you any of the stories if I. No, not one. Was. Yeah. Told to. You know what I remember more is the Bernstein Bears. How terrifying would that be? Is that what it was called? Because remember, there was like this whole like everyone lived that wrong and it wasn't called what everyone thought it was called. What? The Bernstein Bears. It was like a what do they call that? Uh, that thing where everyone believes one thing and then it's like not even true. Oh. There was that movie about it, and you like hated the movie. What? <laughs> I remember the movie, but I don't remember what it was called. Mandela, Mandela Effect. Mandela Effect. Yeah, the movie There's a whole Mandela trash. effect about those books where the name of the books everyone said was something and then it ends up the name of the books was completely different than what everyone remembers it being. Oh. But I can't remember what it was. Well, I'm gonna so I look. don't know what one you said. I have to look into that now. Yeah. Okay. So you could just Google it and be like, this, yeah, that's the one I said or okay. no, that's not the one I said. I feel like you have two options. <laughs> but you'll probably cheat and they'll be like, yeah, no, that's the one. All right. Well, I'm going to move on as you uh, search for shit. Uh, a very straightforward next quickie. Mads Mikkelsen has officially been announced as the replacement for Gellert Grindelwald in Fantastic Beast 3. Okay. Did I say his name right? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Not Mads Mikkelsen. I mean... Gellert. 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 Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yes, you did. I was impressed. I, I naturally want to say Geralt. <laughs> yeah. Well... You didn't, so. Yeah. All right. 
Moving on, Godzilla vs. Kong, the crossover event from the Godzilla and King Kong films. Uh, it's apparently looking to be heading to streaming services of some kind. According to sources from the Hollywood Reporter, the film has been shopped for to streamers. Netflix was supposedly offering over $200 million for the film, which is 75% of its budget, which you would think would be appealing. Yeah. But Warner Media has blocked the deal and prepped an offer for HBO Max of their own. Okay. Which, the wording of that confuses me. Does that mean that HBO, Warner Media has a say in where it goes? And um, if that's the case, then why can't they just be like, no, it's going on our service? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, but as far as I know, Legendary owns the rights. They have declined to comment on the whole activity of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warner Brothers themselves, their spokesperson said, we plan to release Godzilla vs. Kong theatrically next year as scheduled. So they're playing coy. Okay, so that must be just because Warner Media is a like child company of Warner Brothers. So they're able to say, hold up. Well, isn't Warner Media the parent company? Oh, is it? Well, I don't know. Regardless, they're part of the same umbrella yeah, 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 is yes, the point yes, that I'm yes. making. Sorry, I'm an idiot. Um, so because they're like related, they're probably mm-hmm. able to be like, no, 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 hold on. So you can't sell they it They must yet. not have full ownership, but they have a say to an extent yes, is what it sounds like. They have the like. ability to say, wait, don't sell it yet. Basically, okay. yeah. Uh, I did confirm that the Berenstein Bears is apparently Berenstain Bears, spelled with an A rather than an E. That's the only difference? Yeah. So that was the thing that people were all dramatic about? Yeah. Because it was a thing I remember like but, a, a couple years ago. People yeah. were like going crazy about I now it. have to go down that rabbit hole after we're done here. So mm. thank you for that. You're welcome. But I did confirm that. Okay. I hope they never make that into a live action remake because it's terrifying looking. Uh, I mean, look at what they did with Yogi Bear. Ugh. That's what I'm saying is that it would be yeah. really scary because yeah. they'd have all the, like, they'd have the, the, the fur perms. Ew, no. The firms. The firms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I don't want them to do that, so. <laughs> they look like they were very, like, hobo-ish mm-hmm. bears, right? Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember they don't there was, even really look like bears. I remember one of the books that they the the son had like these toys and like that was like my favorite one for some fucking reason. Yeah. Because like, he had these these little like They're superhero probably... action figures. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That was my story. It's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned next week for the conclusion. <laughs> uh all right. Well, back to our quickies, which are apparently not that quick. Uh, the Mandalorian, we teased this earlier, mm-hmm. they have apparently erased a newly created canon character. What a dick move. From the series. Yeah. Uh, there was a scene in episode four where a crew member was found in the background wearing a shirt and jeans. Uh, <laughs> he had been named Jeans Guy by <laughs> the internet and even added to the wiki pages of some Star Wars canon sites. <laughs> so dumb. Who has time for this kind of shit? <laughs> People, I can't. So this was obviously a fuck up. Yeah. Uh, he was, I don't know why he was there, but he was in the background of yeah. the filming during the show. He's Nobody just like wearing headphones and doesn't know they're production filming. production <laughs> found him in the background, apparently. Yeah. He had a white and red striped shirt, obviously, and beanie. Mm-hmm. No one could find him. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh. So, 
apparently Disney has already removed the character. Yeah. Jean's guy. That's not surprising. From the from the episode. Yeah. So you can't go back and find them. You could find them on the internet. I'm sure there's clips of it on the internet. But yeah. The episode itself, they have digitally erased the 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 background jeans guy. Yeah. From existence. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like he is considered canon at this point, right? If people have put him in wikis. He's canon now, right? Yeah. He's got to be canon. That's how it works. <laughs> so I feel like they need to give him more of a canon-like name than jeans guy, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, do you have a, what do you think they would name like, him? Well, you know, like, Star Wars names are very, like, half words, right? Yeah. Like, multiple syllables. Yeah. So it'd be like, Gion's guy or goo. Gion's goo. You know? There's a there's a Star Wars name. Yeah. Gion's goo. Yeah. Gion's gooey. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I think we nailed it. Absolutely, yeah. Everybody change that on the yeah. wiki pages, okay? And here's the funny thing. Remember Game of Thrones had the infamous Starbucks cup? Yeah. In one of the scenes of the last season. Yeah. And people were so fucking mad. Mm -hmm. Like it ruined the show for them. Yeah. They can't take it seriously yeah. now because there were Starbucks. But the dragons were yeah, like real Yeah, the dragons did it, but the Starbucks was like, this is not realistic. Yeah. People were loving the whole Gion's guy or goo, Gion's goo <laughs> character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was like, people just like thought it was funny as hell that he yeah. was in there. Definitely. No one was mad. <laughs> the fuck? I guess it's the difference between Mandalorian fans and, uh, what's it called? Game of Thrones fans. Whiny bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it is. Also changed on Disney+, Plus, the Marvel intro for the Black Panther was changed to celebrating Chadwick Boseman for his 44th birthday. Oh, that's cool. So it's no longer the traditional, all the characters, mm -hmm. now it's just dedicated to his character alone. And instead of going red, it goes purple. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was a nice little, like, tribute to him. Yeah. Uh, let's see. As of November 29th, the rights to Daredevil have officially been returned to Marvel. Oh, really? So okay. they can do what they want with the character. Because of this, the hashtag Save Daredevil has kind of been trending mm -hmm. on social media. Yeah. Uh, with people wanting... Uh, not wanting just the character Charlie Cox, but basically the whole cast to come back and be implemented into the MCU. Okay. Um, I don't know if that means just it's canon or redo the show, but with the same people. I don't know where, right. where they would go with that. But uh, that's apparently a thing. Uh, even former actors from Marvel properties like Clark Gregg from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. and, of course, you know, the early phase of the movies. Right. Showed his support online. And of course, Kingpin himself, Vincent D'Onofrio, showed support well, for... Well, of course he did, because that means he gets to be part of MCU. <laughs> Who wouldn't? He's doing it for the power. He's like, yeah, you should totally do that, because I'm the main villain, so that means I get it. <laughs> it's that or going back to Law and Order. Yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> and I don't want to. I guess you could say, um, dun, dun. Okay. I'm sure you wouldn't have a problem with, uh, Deborah Wall going to join the MCU. The redheaded chick from True Blood. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be all right. Mm. Yeah. Just all right. She, I liked her in True Blood. 
she had like a a sexiness to her in the beginning mm-hmm. but i feel like she lost it by the end mm. and then in daredevil i don't feel like she's like sexy mm. in that show oh okay not that she's supposed to be right but yeah <laughs> It also reminded me of her from True Blood. So, like, the whole time, like, she's a vampire. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Don't trust her. Yeah. She's obviously using some she's form a young of vampire. gypsy she's magic because she's, she's in the daylight. Yeah. She shouldn't be there. Yeah. Gypsy magic. I will not ask you again, vampire. <laughs> no, she's all right. I, hell, they even had what? what's his name? <laughs> Wasn't he the guy from uh, Pete and Pete? Was that him? Oh, uh... Am I thinking of the right guy? Foggy? Yeah. What's he from? Eldon Hansen? He was one Hansen? of like, the Nickelodeon shows as a kid, I feel like. Uh, He was in The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. He was the enforcer guy. Never mind. Yeah. Which is funny, because he doesn't look like that guy at all now. Yeah. In fact, he looks way shorter than that guy. He was also in... Why did I think he was in Pete and Pete? I don't know. I'm surprised that you didn't immediately know he was from Mighty Ducks. I mean, it, now I do. I'm like, now yeah. I feel like an idiot because, like, yeah, it's obvious. Of course, yeah. Be interesting to see what they do. I imagine they're going to do some form of tie-in show on Disney Plus, or at the very least, cameos into other movies. Yeah, definitely. They're not going to just sit on the property. Mm-hmm. They'll probably tie in the Spider-Man somehow because that's no, it makes sense, uh, especially the a whole. big thing that they could do especially yeah. with the kingpin situation yes yeah well yeah just storylines that they can tell yeah between the two for the doctor who fans out there john barrowman returns as captain jack harkness not sparrow yeah i <laughs> started reading this i was like wait what every time i read it, i was like it's gonna end with sparrow nope okay <laughs> no, still doesn't it does <laughs> not uh this is gonna be for a holiday special coming cool. up not not just in general. This is mm. a one-off show, I believe. I or episode. didn't even know. I'm just... I'm, I'm the, don't I, I don't know Doctor anything. Who. I, don't know I anything. know they have British telephone boxes. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is John Barrowman was in Arrow. And so that's how I know him. Oh, right. He was the, the main bad guy in the first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a recurring I didn't even watch guy. it. I don't know how I knew that. <laughs> I feel like I walked like it on. Embarrassed. I feel like I walked it on you, and yeah. then I asked a lot of questions. Yeah, and I came to that like senses of what his role. Yeah, was. I think you because I because you often do this when I'm watching something that you're not you don't want to watch. You come in in the middle of a season or in the middle of an episode, and you're like, "Wait, so what's happening with this? And who's this guy?" And I'm like, and "Then I have to pause it and explain the whole fucking several seasons backstory with this character, otherwise you're not gonna understand the context." So I'm pretty sure that happened with him. Yeah, yeah. And then you ask if we want to just watch it with me. Yeah. And I said, "No, I'm not that interested." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't care. I just want the wife notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that like a new thing? Gonna, it's way easier than spark, like notes. spark notes. You just ask your wife. <laughs> Don't you have to read shit? <laughs> <laughs> Someone just tells it to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like audio form. Yeah. <laughs> You'll audio. still get the nagging. Yeah. <laughs> but it's informative. Yeah. It's the price you pay. Uh, the Expanse, the now Amazon Prime show, has been renewed for the sixth and final season. 
This is a press release for the show. Uh, this news comes less than a month before season five premieres on December 16th. Haven't we been recommended to watch this by multiple uh, different by people? By a billion people. Yeah, we really should start watching so, it. So, <laughs> my buddy Andrew. Yes. Who is a very intelligent person. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that like you'd be like, that guy never touched a book in his life. <laughs> but the motherfucker <laughs> is always reading. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah. He says such great things about this show. Like, yeah. he's, like, in love with this show. Mm-hmm. And I've heard from other people how great the show is. Yeah. I hear it's, like, Game of Thrones, but it's more about the, like, if I'm correct, the political side and the mm-hmm. science of the space stuff right. they do. Like, it's more for people who like the, like, intricate details of things rather mm-hmm. than just, like, the, the like... drama. Drama, yeah. Yeah, that's why I think we might like it. But we mean you, right? Oh. I don't know if that's something that I would label myself as really being into. Oh. But I'm open to watching the show. Because I hear how good it is. But you get annoyed by some of the repetitive, predictive, or predictable drama in some of the shows that we watch. So that's Mm -hmm. the absence of that. Or do you get annoyed and tired of me saying it out loud before they say it? That's what I fucking thought. No. That's what I fucking thought. Okay. Well, I've been wanting to watch this for a while. Yeah, yeah, we'll watch it. We'll check it out. We'll fucking watch it. Two years from now. No, we actually did start it. We watched, like, I think the first episode, didn't we? How long ago was that? Uh, like, two years ago? Because <laughs> I don't remember We it. watched the first episode. Uh-huh. Okay. Did I fall asleep halfway through? Probably. I okay. don't know. Okay. Well, whatever. Don't you remember? It was like they went to some crash ship thing, and then it ended up being like an ambush. I mean, that sounds like the beginning of any space show, then, to be honest. And then it started some whole, like, thing. Yeah. You're also describing the beginning of lots of Star Trek episodes, so it's kind of hard to keep track. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> it's about to watch those. <laughs> the original show? Yeah. Uh, well, something that I'm not about to watch, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Dave Chappelle has asked Netflix to remove his old Comedy Central show, The Dave Pichel, the, the Chappelle Show. Yes. I don't know why I said Dave. He's, it's not at all the name of the show. Favorite, the Dave Show. My favorite part was Pichelle. <laughs> the Dave Pichelle Show. I mean, I might make the show now. Yeah, make a new show. Uh, hi, I'm Dave Patel or Pichelle. <laughs> Look at that. I just, I even made another spinoff. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of shows now. Oh, man. Uh, so he has asked Netflix to remove the show, which was recently added. Special. So uh, they honored his request, and they have removed the show from their service. That's pretty nice of them. That's a huge, generous. I'm actually move. really impressed with that. Because here's the thing: like they still had to have paid to get that show, right? Like that, I assume that's how it works: is they paid Viacom mm-hmm. for rights to use the show for whatever time period that they were going to have the show. Right. Right. Right? Yeah. So Viacom still made money out of this, I would imagine. Yeah. They just now won't be having the show to lure people in. Right. Uh, This all comes because Dave Chappelle isn't being paid in any form for the royalties on the show. Yeah, because his original contract with Comedy Central essentially meant that they owned the show and he didn't get any royalties or whatever. So I guess... Yeah, and he, like, I think was open. He's like, I don't remember his exact quote, but he said something along the lines of, like, 
he did sign the contract and he gets why he's not getting money, but yeah. is it fair is essentially what the question right. he pondered after. Yeah. So he even is asking fans to not watch the show in general. Yeah. Because he's not getting money for it. He said, I think that if you are fucking streaming that show, you are fencing stolen goods. So I'm not going to the agents. I'm coming to my real boss. I'm coming to you. I'm begging you. If you ever liked me, if you ever think there were there was anything worthwhile about me, I'm begging you, please don't watch that show. I'm not asking you to boycott any network. Boycott me. Boycott Chappelle's show, not Dave Patel's show. <laughs> I don't think he said that. <laughs> oh, okay. Do not watch it unless they pay me. I mean, I understand. I respect the fact that he's not calling for people to boycott the network. Mm-hmm. Because he did He did acknowledge that he signed a contract. It sounds Whether... like he was just naive at the time. Yeah. He was obviously really was young when he really made it. So I assume he just didn't And he didn't have good representation, potentially. And he signed a bad contract. So I, I think that this method, if people actually just don't watch the show, might actually get him something out of it. Yeah, it's possible. Because if nobody's watching the show and you're not and you don't have you're not pulling in people because of it, then mm. Because obviously over time it's gonna be less relevant, right? Right. It, the less people that care to watch it, the less yeah. it's gonna be valued yeah i so, do hope somehow they can figure out something though because i was wanting to watch it well here's the thing is you could technically watch it if you want i know it's i guess the moral thing right at yeah, this point exactly. for you or anybody yeah. who wants to watch it yeah it is on hbo max still because right. those netflix and hbo max both got at the same time mm-hmm. i've heard it is also on cbs all access i don't <laughs> know if that's true that's random um oh because of comedy central got it yeah I guess that makes sense now. So never mind. Okay. Yeah, Viacom, right? Yeah. So it is a ex- accessible for people if they do want to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's moral just the question of the morals to. if you respect his wishes versus wanting to see funny comedy yes. sketch yeah. work that he did. Yeah. That he did. Maybe right? he can make a deal with Netflix and do a new show so we can watch that instead. Well, and that's kind of what this is all... Like, <laughs> that's the whole long game of this, right? Mm-hmm. Netflix isn't doing this because they really liked the guy, right? Yeah. It's yeah. They're doing this because he's done stand-up shows for them yes. in general yeah. the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that he's had a little bit of controversy with some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's been positive. It's been successful. So... It's in Netflix's interest to scratch his back in yeah. this moment, right? Yes. Because now when he does decide to do another show or whatever content or project, who's he going to be more uh, interested in working with? Netflix or somebody new right. that he's not going to be as trusting to? Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Well. They're playing the long game. They are. Well played, Netflix. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he'll be in the Assassin's Creed show. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know, they could name him Toby or something, I don't know. All right. (laughs) All right, so it's time to get into what we watched. Here's how our rating system works. If we hate something, we'll burn it. If it was disappointing, but not the worst, we're going to sample it. If it was just okay, or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're... Were DTF. DTF. That was, <laughs> that was the <laughs> worst. Terrible. 
We were not on the same page. Not even a little bit. We're, wow. we're going to take a five-minute break, right? Yeah. And then, then we're going to say <laughs> then it? Then we're going to say it? Yeah. <laughs> we really should record this and make it a bumper. <laughs> uh, I kind of like the organic nature of it. Yeah. Okay. You know? Adds a little spice to it. Yeah. Um, so a little teaser for everybody who's listening. We did start watching Star Trek Discovery, but we're not going to talk about it yet because we're going to do spoiler cast at the end. So stay tuned for that. In the and next se- several episodes. That's season three. Yes. Sorry. I I mean, if anyone was listening, they would know we already watched seasons one and two, but that's a good point. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what I did watch this week was The Crown season four. I mean, I also watched The Crown you season four. You watched an episode and a half. Okay. I watched a good chunk of the show. Yeah. A very important chunk of the show. Yeah. He did that thing where I, how I described it earlier, how you come into the room and you start in the middle of an episode and then stop me 4,000 times and ask me what's going on with these characters. That's what you did. I'm sorry that I add layers <laughs> like an onion of yeah. depth to your viewing yeah. experience. Yeah. Okay. So uh, The Crown is on, is on Netflix in case anybody doesn't know. And if anybody hasn't seen it, go watch it. It's really good. It's about the uh, like the Queen of England and her family, and which is referred to as the Crown. Yeah, which is I, why I, I, was, I, I thought to you were gonna be that. like, it's uh, it's about the Crown, <laughs> and I thought you were gonna leave it there, and I was gonna love it. I was gonna say it. And I was like, no, I have to use more words than that. Um, and the events basically following her becoming the queen and up to present it's supposed to go up to present day i think um but we are not quite to present day in the current situation um it uh, season four dropped on november 15th and this season takes place from 1977 to 1990 ish and it introduces uh two big characters characters real people but you know characters in the show <laughs> uh lady diana spencer played by emma corin and Margaret Thatcher, played by Gillian Anderson, which was kind of crazy to me. That was a very surreal experience to watch her to in the show. To see her, yeah. Like, I felt like I have never been less attracted to her my entire life. <laughs> right, because she's gorgeous. And she gorgeous. was, like, sexy yeah. in the X-Files and stuff, she right? Currently, she's like, she currently is gorgeous. Oh, yeah, no, I yeah, mean, still. Yeah, But just, she's always going to be from the X-Files, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So... That was crazy. I don't, uh, man, props to her makeup people for sure. Cause I hope it's makeup. It definitely is. Cause you could see pictures of her side by side, like in mm. her makeup and then like on a red carpet from last year or something like it, it, there's no way. Well, to be fair though, you're getting glammed up for those kind of events though. I know. That's but not your day to day look. Yeah. And uh, one of the big events that happened or a couple of the big events that happened in this season that are from historical events are the uh, Prince Charles and Princess Diana on their 1983 tour of Australia and New Zealand um, and the Falklands War, which I didn't even know about, but I'm sure people in the UK probably did. (laughs) And um, Michael Fagan's break-in at the Buckingham Palace. Apparently a guy broke into Buckingham Palace twice. Drank some wine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Found a bunch of secret doors. Yeah. I, I felt like he knew exactly 100%. where they were yeah. from the start um and this happened in 1982 in like real life so i so here's the the, the thing about this show is i in my opinion there are no spoilers because in it the, all happened the wait so the fact <laughs> that they know his name 
in this no yeah. bullet point you have yeah does that mean he was found and caught and arrested oh yeah yeah he's so, real is he in like jail still no he served some he time and now he's out he was executed no huh? no he served some time and then he got out he's you know what he's they still alive do? you know what they should do hmm. does it make it like ironic and hmm. shit hmm. it's too late now but yeah <laughs> missed a, opportunity write a letter yeah <laughs> to scotland yard dear my faintest queen what they should have done is sentenced him to being a butler in the palace yeah. for the rest of his life. Yeah. So he will always be in that palace yeah. remembering the crime that he did not yeah. get away with. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of making the teenager smoke several packs of cigarettes because you kept him smoking once. Try to scare him straight. I mean, I guess, but you're not scaring anything out of him. You're just torturing him. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what usually making somebody smoke that many cigarettes Whatever. is torturing that, them. Uh, yeah, but you get to stop that at some point. Unless you just kill them with it. Yeah. <laughs> then you have a bigger problem. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, so the courts that make people force cigarettes on you to punish you for... <laughs> it's a big cycle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, this was a kind of a pivotal season because I'm sure everybody was waiting for um, Diana to be introduced and... And die yeah but that hasn't happened yet in the show spoilers (laughs) well i just gave everybody the years that it happened so people i don't remember what year she died it was like in the 90s it was like 93 or 97 okay so she that's a (laughs) okay (laughs) it wasn't all i know was after the four-year gap it was after 1990 okay so i know it didn't hopefully she got to see jurassic park before yeah hopefully um so that was like interesting. I learned a lot of things. Whether I kind of looked up a few of them to fact check. I know not. It's like a dramatized version of real life. So all, mm-hmm. all of the events they talk mm-hmm. about happened, but the opinion related items. That's what was confusing to me about this show. Is like how serious is it supposed to be and like real? Because it feels like the royal family would have a lot of problems with the way that they are depicted in this show. Yeah. At least at times, or certain people in certain moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they have, like, supposed information about things that happened, like affairs and such like that between people. Like, yeah. it just feels like, how do they know this? Is this out in the open? Is this, like, known knowledge in the public? Because the way they talk in the show, like, oh, you have to put up this front that we are yeah. this classy mm-hmm. way and, and you can't show any imperfections. Basically, Which they clearly all show there's a throughout lot of the whole it, show. Yeah. Uh, well, m- a lot of the things, at least with respect to um, Diana and Charles's relationship, were public knowledge based on like inside, based on gossip, celebrity gossip, but to the royal and family. Stuff. Yeah. So like a source who like worked for the family or some other bullshit would go and be like, "This happened," yeah. you know, just like we saw on the show. They so, didn't get a raise, and so yeah, they were like, "She's a slut," yeah. you know. Like, <laughs> Were they that passionate when they said it? Did yeah. they pivot the head? Yeah. She's a slut. Um, so it was really interesting to see their relationship from the beginning because I didn't know as much about their whole... Because I wasn't like obsessed with the royal family. My mom was super obsessed with that whole situation. Like We literally had mm-hmm. uh, Prince Charles and Princess Diana like a tea set thing. Like it was... Yeah, she was obsessed. Yeah, they were. They were making bank off fucking Americans, yeah. huh? Yeah, they were. 
Um, (laughs) So I thought it was really cool to see something and learn some things about them that I, they are, they do end up being true, but I didn't know like Mm -hmm. the part where, which I think maybe other people knew and I just was oblivious because I wasn't obsessed, but like she had kind of an eating disorder situation going on. Um, And there are different parts of their relationship that sometimes it wasn't all happy, but it wasn't all yeah. bad. And so there was just little things like that. Speaking of the de- the eating disorder situation. So they have a warning at the beginning of one of the episodes mm-hmm. referring to that situation. Mm-hmm. And the one moment that they show is literally just her hovered over a toilet for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. And you don't even see her puke. It's just like implied. And yeah. like that was it. And there was a warning that it may be sensitive well, for people to see, like I what? know that people who have had eating disorders, it can be very triggering to mm. view that. Okay. Um, because if you, it's considered like if you're recovered, then it's kind of like an alcoholic going to a bar. Well, like it's not okay. something you want to do. So why isn't there warnings when people eat food? Because that's my that's my that's disorder. your trigger is I, eating my, food. That's my trigger is eating food. Yeah. Seeing food be eaten makes me want to eat more food. Yeah. <laughs> because that was... Where is my representation? Yeah. They haven't classified... I mean, they kind of have classified obesity as a disease, but they haven't... <laughs> I mean, they I, gave it a name. We're not at that point yet, okay? that's I don't know what to tell you. Um, I thought it was really interesting to see uh, Diana and how that whole thing played out. They really didn't focus on the wedding at all. It was interesting to see how that whole situation played out, like with that meeting and then how they ended up getting together. So the entire season was, I mean, obviously I know I watched it, but for the audience, uh-huh. yeah, was just them meeting and then their relationship moving forward? No, no, no. Most of the season, it... it but it, it started with a, them meeting. It started with them meeting, interestingly, which I didn't know. I looked this up. Apparently it's true. Uh, he was dating his her older sister and then met her when she was 16. She just happened to be at the house whenever he was going to meet the older sister for a date. Mm-hmm. Around the corner? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then they didn't meet again until she was like, I don't know, 17 or 18 or something like that. Apparently mm-hmm. they only met like nine times or something before they got married. Before they got engaged. Before they got engaged. Sorry. But I like, because I looked, I was like, this is crazy. They haven't even seen each other that many times. Like, I mean, there's shows thing? that are about marrying somebody you meet on the first date, right? Yeah. Isn't that like a whole yeah. show in Love itself? Love at first sight or some shit like that. Um, married at first sight. Anyway, um, yeah, so there was a little bit of that. Like, you kind of got to see the problems that can come from a relationship that's literally built on nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, which... Well, it was built on nine dates. Yeah. So and they quick, weren't even dates. Quick to judge. One of the, some of several of the dates, like she literally had like a chaperone. Like her grandma went with them. Like that's that's how bad the dates were. <laughs> so okay. Because his whole goal was finding all he had to do was find somebody that his family felt was appropriate for him mm-hmm. to marry. It gotcha. wasn't because he never thought he was gonna get with her. Yeah. Obviously, this isn't really a show for me. Yeah. But what I did watch, I feel like. It didn't really go anywhere. It was really just watching them fucking be them, and then that was the end of it. Like, there was no there was no plot that had a conclusion Yeah. by the end. So You were in the same spot you were in the beginning. You just knew more of the drama. So, just, just to clarify that, 
you saw the last half of the second to last episode, the ninth episode, and the tenth episode in total. You didn't see the first eight and a half episodes. Yeah, but what I what I did see mm-hmm. was literally the same loop of drama between the same few people, mm-hmm. scene after scene. Yes. And then end with literally no conclusion to that. Right. But the beginning and before that, because that was a conclusion to things that had happened coming up to that, those two episodes. There was other things, there were other things going on before that, and there is mm-hmm. an arc to reach that point. It is not a very satisfying conclusion, because mm-hmm. the story is not over, but... Um, I mean, the arc is given there. history, I don't know if you could really say there could be a satisfying conclusion yeah, exactly. for the character. Yeah, the point, my point was, though, that there was an arc to be seen if you saw from the beginning to the end, which you did mm. not. Uh, you are such a, an elitist. It's not. <laughs> you are so. It's just a ooh, factual ooh, thing. Look at me. I watched from the beginning. I am better yeah. than you. Okay. I've seen all of am it. Am I French? You are just a. You are just a trash viewer. Okay. I am above you. That's what you sound like right now. Okay. All well, the listeners are really turned anyway, off by so you. So I watched all 10 episodes and I enjoyed them. And uh, I will absolutely keep watching next season. I know the next season is going to have a new cast. They're, everybody's going to be a bit older. So I assume it's going to be closer to modern day. Mm. I don't know how they're going to make that jump because of where they left it. Um, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably how they're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys caught that. It was uh, very riveting. Yeah. Very insightful. Yeah. From the cat. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I'm going to slice this season. I didn't find it as good as the first three. Okay. But I, I mean, I did enjoy it and I will keep watching, but I felt like I definitely noticed that it was more like a British TV show in in this season where there was a lot of uh, pan to this person. They're just like shocked face and you pan to the other person. They're like, oh, and then it pans to another person. They're like, oh, really? There's like not there's a whole lot of like. So it was the office. I guess. Sure. (laughs) Without the fourth wall breaking. It was the royal office. It was the royal office. There was a whole lot of, I mean, like, not much happening. because The Office was a British show. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a whole lot of not much happening in certain scenes. And so I could see the, like, mm-hmm. standard British TV show f- thing that happens. Gotcha. So um, there was certain episodes where I was like, okay, is, I know something's going to happen. And I'm getting real fucking tired of this loop watching this person, that person, this yeah. person, that person. And, like, I'm just waiting for the actual I felt, event. I felt the same way, to be honest. Yeah. It was very... Uh anticlimactic in the end and i feel like there was really no conclusion as i had earlier stated yeah it wasn't the most satisfying conclusion Uh, so i would i would give it a test it myself yeah um based off based off your one and a half my viewing experience (laughs) okay good to know you're still gonna stick with this whole elitist thing aren't you it's not elitist (laughs) it's the show it's what's doing it to you is it it, the show is making you think you're better than everybody else i see okay I mean, you probably think you're better than Princess Diana, the way I saw you treat her. Did I treat her a certain way? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, we also watched the reboot of Animaniacs. Yeah. I mean. Same same theme, you know? 
bunch of drama between siblings. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this came to Hulu on November 20th. And, of course, it's just a reboot of the 90s animated series. We watched three of the 13 episodes. What did you think? Oh, I loved it. I, yeah. I did. Clearly, the only thing that brought me in was nostalgia, right? Yeah. This was a yeah. CW show, or WB, I think, was what it was WB, at the time. Yeah. It was a after-school block, I yes. think. It was like 3, 3.30, yeah. something like that. It was yeah. one of those shows. Uh, it felt like I was right back there in middle school or whatever age I was. And yeah. like the drawing felt like it was, it felt the same, but also felt modern at the like same cleaner? time. Yeah. yeah. Like, I yeah. guess like a crisp. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was times where I was like, is this just the show redone? Yeah. Like audio, but it's like the same show, but they, yeah. it, it is really just a new show. It, yeah. They surprisingly have been very, what's the word? Provocative, I guess, with mm-hmm. some of the jokes. They, yeah. They had some jokes. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going there. And there was a lot of meta humor. Maybe that was how the show was when I was young and I was just too young and dumb to catch it. That's a good point. I wonder if we could watch the I'm sure it's somewhere. We should find it. I would imagine I wonder if there's some fucking hilarious jokes that we just didn't get. Yeah, probably. God damn it. Alright. But it does feel like it's it's kept with what the show was. Yeah. Uh, the, The characters all seem to have the same personalities and traits and... Yeah you know, dynamics with each other. Yeah. And then uh, it comes with Pinky and the Brain as well. Yeah. And it's so that was like a segment within within the show. Episode. Yeah. But I feel like there was other ones as yeah. well. But this show so far has only had Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. Which I'm enjoying. But yes. I just, I swear there was other characters that they have not yet brought in. And I'm also confused because I thought they were bringing back Pinky and the Brain as a separate show. But now I'm wondering if... It could be that they are going to do that later on. Okay. Maybe. Wasn't that a separate show by itself at one point? I thought it was, but now I'm not sure. I thought it was like later on it was its own show at like nighttime as well. Like a Ren and Stimpy situation? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of was thinking that too, but I don't remember. I'm... And I half think that Freakazoid was a part of the Animaniacs, but maybe I'm wrong on that. Hmm. We'll have to look into it. Another show they need to re- rebrand and bring back reboot yeah. whatever the fuck you call it yeah uh but i do like the the meta you were kind of you brought the meta yeah i do like how they did that with this show like they even have a whole episode where they basically make fun of uh reboots hollywood and, constantly rebooting everything yeah and having no creativity and <laughs> yeah. like why they do they have a whole song about yeah. it and it's hilarious yeah and then they go and make fun of themselves yeah and they, they straight up go and that's what we're doing yeah we're no better. <laughs> They're like, but not you, Hulu. And they take a big old check. <laughs> so I appreciated that. Um, I definitely would keep watching this. If yeah, we were, I, I'm really enjoying to it. Do so. <laughs> I really am enjoying it. Yeah. Like I said, they've had some like jokes where I was like, oh. Uh-huh. We're sometimes, saying that. We're yeah. doing that. Yeah, sometimes I'm... I... Uh, and now I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. The one thing I am a little puzzled about, and I wonder if this is just because this was like maybe a deal that was done long before the streaming services. Mm-hmm. This is a WB property as far as I'm aware, because that's where it was originally. And I think it's, it is a WB show, right? It, the whole foundation is about they live in the WB studio lot, right? Mm-hmm. They live in the, the, the water tower. Yes. Why is this not on HBO Max? Why is this on Hulu, which is majority owned by disney not warner brothers mm-hmm. related they probably wanted it to be a wider appeal at a, I think at a wider they might price have point. some stake in hulu but i feel like 
wouldn't you want this on your main service? Yeah, but... Because it's more tied to that service, logically. But it's also more... There's got to be some kind of contractual situation going on that I just don't know. Yeah, but since it's kind of kind of can be more kid friendly, right? Theoretically, Mm, not with some stuff they said. I feel like there was jokes where I was like, "Oh," but at the same time, like I said, maybe I was dumb when I was young and didn't know a joke. That's what I'm wondering if it was always maybe they were there. Yeah, and and so maybe that would be the same effect here. Is kids wouldn't even get those jokes and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. They just so see the fun, I just, kooky characters. I just wonder if it's related to the price point, the entry price point of the streaming service and, like, the general idea that HBO Max is, like, kind of an adult's situation only versus Hulu has more kid-friendly stuff. Right? Am I, I wouldn't, wrong? I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know the catalog of the Hulu, but I wouldn't argue they were a kid-friendly service. That's well, literally what Disney uses for their non kid friendly but they have a lot they have a lot more kid things than hbo would be considered to have been having i guess because hbo HBO literally has sesame street so oh whatever just saying they were if you if you think hbo it's synonymous with like adult content versus hulu is not yeah that's the reason i but they also have the setting to make it only for children Hmm. they have like only content for kids is in a profile setting. Yeah, yeah. Hence, I did for my niece, right? I know, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's even a thing anymore. I think it might be over. But they did have a Black Friday deal through Monday today. Yeah. That it was one ninety nine for a year. Well, oh, per month. Per month for, for a year. A year. Yeah. yeah. I was like, sold. <laughs> yeah. How many years can you buy? <laughs> Unless it was 199 because that would be too much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I will would definitely keep watching this Animaniacs reboot, and I would dissect it. I would have to dissect it as well. Yeah. Yeah, we're DTF. We're DTF. Like, the opening scene on the first episode was a spoof on Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. when they, they first come they to the that, park like, and see the dinosaur. Initially, I was like, this is hilarious. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm really enjoying it. it it's great. It brings me back to my childhood. Uh, when you know there was no fucking problems in life yeah no responsibilities yeah. no problems you, you, yeah you, a whole box of cinnamon toast crunch yep don't gain any weight yeah <laughs> don't care even if you do yeah <laughs> all right so we also started catching up on superstore season six which dropped to hulu i guess we're hulu heavy this week uh we dropped to hulu on october 29th the premiere did anyway well, it's on Hulu, but it's also on M- Peacock. NBC? Because it's NBC. Right. And then also Sorry. just if you have cable. Yes, or we are watching it through Hulu, but it's not yes. just from it's there. It's there just because they have a deal to get it the next yes. day. Yes, yes. Um, so it's uh, obviously airing weekly. And this is just, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen the show yet, you should definitely watch it. It's kind of like a The Office style show, but at a big box store. It, not quite. It used to be, I feel like, more like The Office, but now I feel like it's kind of taking its own style. It's not so much like mockumentary observing right. people. It's more just like a sitcom now. Like it, Yeah, it is. It's not so much like them having that conversation with the audience. Like I feel like it did happen the first couple seasons. That's true. Unless I just misremember that. But um, this is going to be an interesting season. We've watched four episodes. I, they're mm-hmm. usually about, I think, 
12 or 15 episodes, something like that, I think. According to Wikipedia, there's only going to be seven episodes this season. That makes more sense because yeah. they probably shifted it over to Peacock. Mm-hmm. So it's probably shorter because I think AP Bio did the same thing. It, it cut its season total in half. Yeah. And it's now an original. Yes. Um, I don't know if this is an original, but they're probably cutting their orders in half, especially right. with the pandemic situation. Right. Which kind of ties into what I was going to say with this is like, this is going to be an interesting season because they lost uh, America Ferrara. America Ferrara, the arguably one of the main characters, if not like the, the, main, the character. main character, Amy Sosa. Yeah, uh, she was going to leave anyways. Yes, but due to the pandemic affecting filming on literally her last episode mm-hmm. of last season yeah. for her exit from the show. Yeah, uh, that sh- that episode was cut from last season. And so what they did, it seems like they abruptly changed the ending of the, it was like what California part one and two was supposed to be what it was. And then they had part one, but they made it like a different ending to tweak whatever the issue was that they couldn't film the rest of. Mm -hmm. And so now coming into this season, they do have that California part two, but it's the second episode of the season. It seems like she came back to do a couple episodes of the show. Where they fully address the pandemic and the whole show is based around working retail in the pandemic. Yeah. And so like that's kind of how now they're they're approaching her not being on the show. And it's interesting to me because I really want to see where they go with the show now that they've had to change basically their whole script because of the pandemic on top of her leaving the show. Yeah, I just wonder if the story... It actually isn't changing. It's just the order in which they told it. I'm curious. It'd be nice to know how it originally was planned to be told. Like if... So you think like maybe the pandemic was going to be a part of it, but like later date? No. In the the show? My suspicion is that California Part 1 and California Part 2, so Part 2 was supposed to be the last episode, right? And it was that was always going to happen, the main plot line. But then they inserted Episode 1... That's kind of what I think they as did. As the pandemic yeah. and then tied in the pandemic to to California Part 2 mm-hmm. to kind of make it go together. Because if you think about the... Ep- but they'd have to have filmed other stuff to tie it into being in the pandemic. Right. But I don't... They She had to come back and film parts of episode or part two mm-hmm. already. So that would yeah. make sense. I think that if you think about the whole plot line of that episode two, you could see... It does not require the pandemic for those events to happen. I mean, in, naturally, you would assume that it would have to happen in some capacity of what happens because she's leaving the show. Yes. But other characters are not leaving the show. Yeah. And I know I'm being obviously vague because I don't want to ruin anything. Yes. But anyone who watches the show can pretty much figure out what yeah. <laughs> what's going down, right? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think that when they brought her back for filming, they decided to address the pandemic and then reshot some things yeah. from and re, re, rearranged part two. Which the, the whole idea of this was the perfect show to address the pandemic, right? Absolutely. If, if any show's backdrop is going to tackle this, it should be a retail store, right? Yeah, exactly. Especially where they're supposed to be clearly like a Walmart situation. Yeah. And and the, the way that they you know make fun of the retail experience you know both the employee and customer side 
they they've done some really funny stuff, you know, tying into the pandemic and then the way people have acted and stuff. And it, it's added like a, a new refreshing take to retail, I guess, for the show. Yeah. Um, what I do think is a little odd though is like, okay, so they're making fun of the whole idea of like how they have to be in contact with people, right? And like that's a part of the joke in the show. But ironically, they also are filming this show, which they are in part close to people and not following these guidelines that they are making fun of people for not following, right? Yeah. So it's a little weird in that sense watching the show. But at the same time, like, I get what they're doing. And I'm sure they're taking the protocol seriously in order to, like, do the filming. But it just seemed weird. Like, there was a scene where they have a bunch of you know, customers, like just random background people, but yeah. they, they're all in like the shot, like, and it's like really close together and stuff. And they're all like trying to grab shit off of a pallet or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's like stuff like that. It's like a little weird to see when the whole idea is we're making fun of the idea that people aren't taking the pandemic seriously. Yeah. I assume that for filming and whatnot, that they were using proper precautions. I know a lot of different film sets were doing, the whole like you're sequestered in a location and you get tested and you're quarantined and Mm -hmm. then once that certain number of days pass and you have negative tests then you can do the filming and you're not interacting with anybody else besides the set or the the cast yeah so i'm assuming with that many people they probably had to do that they have a pharmacy on set so they could easily have that stuff tested right yeah you don't even have to go elsewhere yeah so like a means of filming in a, a retail store right yeah uh and lastly, I'd say it'll just be interesting to see like what characters they bring to the forefront because now they have an open spot to kind of shine on other characters, right? So yeah. it'll be interesting to see who they they lean toward and who they want to bring in, or are they going to bring somebody new in? Like, who knows? So it'll be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good show. I, I'm going to have to say I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I'd give it a slice it for now. Yeah, it's solid. I agree. I think we're getting the, the, the dynamics that we're getting from the characters. Yes. I think it's really going to fall on what they do after now. Because we've watched four episodes. And the first two were kind of carried by the Amy Sosa situation. Yes, that, that whole yeah. conclusion arc. Yeah. So, which is fair, but she carries... Well, she had carried the show. She was basically the main character. So yeah. it'll be really interesting to see where they go from there. So for now, I'm also going to slice it. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Finally, on our plate, we watched Super Intelligence. This dropped to HBO Max on November 26th. Uh, the general premise is that there's a super intelligence, or like an AI, who uh, chooses to study this main character, Carol Peters, and the fate of the world basically is reliant upon her interaction with the AI because it decides to either enslave, save, or destroy humanity. And uh, her actions are going to make the decision for the AI. She's supposed to be the most average person, apparently. That's how, I don't know how Mm. the AI decided that. I think it was just observing people and then it came up on her. Yeah. And decided she was like the perfect criteria for his or her or its. Yeah plan whatever yeah yeah. test yeah hypothesis Mm -hmm. Uh, she was i guess you would call her a guinea pig yes um so melissa mccarthy plays the main character carol and the super intelligence is voiced by james corden 
And uh, Bobby Cannavale, I think is how you say his name, plays George, who was a love interest of the main character. And fun fact, it was directed by Ben Falcone, who is also, he also plays one of the government agents, and he is Melissa McCarthy's husband. Oh, okay. So he directed the movie, too. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that was worth mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure, was this meant to be like a theatrical release and then shifted to streaming with the whole pandemic or was this initially going to just be a, a streaming movie i'm not sure it seems like it could totally be like a like a tammy situation like it could be one of those theatrical release like that was theatrical release wasn't it i don't know what you're talking about what's tammy, tammy? it was another movie that he directed and she started so oh, it's news to me um there's a few other ones but it seems like yeah, another so, one of those movies so that they she's are... in they're the comedy version of Paul W.S. Anderson and Mila Jovovich. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. With arguably better movies. Yes. I said comedy version, so okay. automatically. Fuck it. Make Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> Still probably be better. Let her be, no, let her be Jill. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine like a comedy version? It would be so weird. Eh, it could be done. Yeah. Okay. I think Deadpool proved you could make comedy out of any genre, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so I feel like I could have, I could see this going to theaters, just not right in right now's climate. But like in 2019, this would easily have gone to theaters. I think. Yeah. It wouldn't have been a big release, but it it would have been one of those like it, it would have been one of those safe bets, right? I'll it, see it, it as part of my membership. I, I don't know what the budget was, but I can't imagine it was a high budget on this film. Right? I would it's a very not. small cast. It's, yeah. I felt like it's it's a safe release type movie. Yeah, I agree. Like you, you pretty much know the the profits you're getting from a movie like this, right? Like how she, she does all these movies all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So you're getting exactly what you think you're out getting out of her. She's mm-hmm. got her typical comedy in this. She's got that goofy, oblivious, silly personality. Yeah, uh, but charming it, at it, the same time. Fun fact: It did come out theatrically in international markets. Okay. Just not here. Presumably due to COVID. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I'm, not trying, I'm trying to figure out, does that mean that it was going to, but they decided not to in For, the States, or... Possibly, but I... Okay, uh, well, either way. Yeah. It felt like it was a streaming movie, but at the same yeah. time, it could just be that that's the type of movie it is, right? Yeah. I had a good time, though. It was fun. I, I laughed a lot. She had a reference to Sandra Bullock. Which yeah. made me laugh even more because yeah. of the movie she was in, The Heat. Yes. Just FYI, according to Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt, it was supposed to be theatrically released December 25th, 2019. That's way before. So Are then you it, sure that wasn't a placeholder? Because that's Then Christmas. it was moved five days earlier to December 20th prior to Warner Media deciding in October 2019 to shift the film to a streaming release. That's what happened. So they had originally slated it for a theatrical release, but then... For that later that year, but then in October of 2019, Warner Media shifted it to a streaming release only. So this was like a convenient, yeah, change. Yeah, they unless they like had some intel. They have like a theaters are closing. Te- yeah, they have in like a, a few months. months. Yeah, that's they, crazy. That's that's very convenient. I wonder if they just expected it wasn't going to do well. I wonder if they had um test markets, or whatever. Yeah, they they had what is it called when you focus groups? Well, you show like the film. At like a couple showings at theaters oh, to, just right. to test it and get yeah. people's reaction to it. Yeah. 
I can't remember. I mean, theaters yeah. don't exist anymore, yeah. so it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says that Falcone said at the time that he agreed it would be better suited to a streaming platform. And that's so, kind of what I just said. Like, it, yeah. it felt like it was a streaming movie, right? Yes. It, it, you can kind of tell, like, movies have tiers, right? They yes. have, like, uh I'd go to a theater for this, or I'd yeah. see it at home, or, you know, you yes. know how much you'd pay for a movie. Right. I keep thinking of all the movies that, that were coming out before the pandemic, and there was a lot of trash, to be honest. There was a lot mm-hmm. of movies that came out that really shouldn't have come to theaters. So, uh, that was in my mind whenever I said, I, like, I could see it going to theaters, because yeah. it, well, it wouldn't have been a top-tier you're movie. You're definitely going to see if theaters exist after this. You are definitely going to see a lot smaller quantity of movies coming to theater right yeah they're going to be very particular about the type of movies in theaters absolutely and you're going to see a lot more smaller scaled things like this hitting streaming mm-hmm. and home video right that's that's yeah. going to be the safer bet at least for the next five years i would say definitely and that's being completely pulled out of my ass i do not have any kind of data to support that it's just what i would expect yeah but yeah, this is a great movie. I had a great time watching it. It made me laugh a lot. She's yeah. she's one of those people that was like, I can't say I watch any shows that she's in, mm-hmm. but like, I enjoy her in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sometimes she used to bother me, but after I saw Bridesmaids, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. she's fucking hilarious. There's like, a couple movies on HBO Max I think that she's in too. There's one that's like a newer film. Besides this one, I think there's another one. She's in the kitchen. Yeah, that might be gone now. But then there, I think okay. there was another one as well, which was like also a comedy. Mm, okay. Because the kitchen, I don't know if it's, I don't think that's a comedy. That's more. No, of a, no, it's a serious. Like movie. a maybe a dark comedy. I don't know. It's more serious though, right? Yes. But the one thing I, that stood out to me on this film is how they filmed this. I'm curious if she had the dialogue spoken out to her. Of what the AI character would say. Mm. Or if she was just kind of winging the the gaps between her talking and him talking. Or they were just able to like edit it properly. Because it felt like the way it was filmed. She knew the timing of what the, the AI would be saying to her. Yeah. And appropriately responding to it. And it didn't feel like they was cutting back and forth too much mm-hmm. with her responses. Which told me like they really, really t- practiced the timing or she had some kind of just instinct on, on when to respond between her lines. Or, like, or like, the gaps between her lines. Right. I would imagine that they just had somebody reading the lines. That seems like it'd be the easier They could just option. delete that audio out and then put in what they need for, yeah. for the character. Yeah. Um, but like the great thing too is like... I assume they never had any contact with each other throughout the movie. Like, I assume he just did his audio lines, his couple scenes where he Mm -hmm. is visually there. Yeah. And then she did her thing. Like, I imagine they had no contact. Right. But I feel like the chemistry was there. Yeah. Not that you need any kind of chemistry between a robot and a a person, but, like, it did feel like they worked really well with the dialogue. So I guess that's just, like, says a lot about both of them and their ability to present to nothing yeah that's true but in the end this is what a, a romantic comedy kind of in yeah a sense. pretty much it's yeah ish ish it's not the main focus but it's kind of the backdrop it's of like a sci-fi romantic what comedy. <laughs> the premise is even meant to be about yeah yeah 
Um, but I think it worked really well. And I, it was a small cast. There's only like a handful of people in this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, she's the main focus. But the jokes landed. Yes. I had a, I had a great time watching this. Yeah. And I think it's definitely worth a watch if you have HBO Max. Yeah. Definitely. It's got several laughs in there for you. No, I would dissect it. I think it was yeah. I think it was great. I agree. I guess we're And I feel like I've said it's great many times. Yeah. I guess we're DTF again. Yes. All right. Yeah, I was actually surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Yeah, I was interested in it in the beginning and then I was like getting closer to watching it. I was like, oh, am I gonna like this though? Yeah. I started questioning if I was gonna like it. But then once we got into it, it, it started to feel good and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I actually especially liked the banter between her and her love interest guy. Like I thought their little mm-hmm. interactions were funny too. Yeah, I it felt very uh believable, I guess yes. you could say. Yeah, between it them. seemed quite realistic. My only annoyance was like the subplot issue between those characters was like an easy fix. Yeah. It, it was. felt like there was no problem with yeah. finding a solution to yeah. what that whole thing was. Yeah. Yeah. I also felt like the the backstory behind their their separation or whatever wasn't really ex- fully explained. It was really just like a throwaway. Yeah. This is why they're they're in this position now. Yeah. Just assume it was a bad breakup. Yeah. And now they're in this position. Yes. Yeah, it, it was very pleasant. That's it for this section of our podcast this week. Uh, if you're enjoying the show, check out our Facebook group, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at DTFPod. While you're at it, don't forget to subscribe, rate our podcast, or even leave us a review on your favorite podcast service. If you don't mind, you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or review there, because apparently that's how people get noticed. We would really appreciate an iTunes review or Apple Podcast review, whatever it's called these days. Um, or if you aren't a fan of that, you can send us some direct feedback at uh, by sending us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. You can also find us on dtfcast.com. Well, I hope you're ready for a new month of video games because we have a, another batch of PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold. Yeah, got a handful of new, new things for you guys to check out if you're already subscribed. Or if you're not and you're thinking about it, this is what you've got coming. Games with Gold, you're going to have The Raven Remastered, which will be available December 1st through 31st on Xbox One. Ah, yes, The Raven. <laughs> I, I am, when I first read this, I was like, Raven's Banquet? But then I was like, damn, of course, that's not real. <laughs> um, and then Saints Row Gat Out of Hell will be available the first half of the month on Xbox 360, uh, December 1st through 15th, in case anybody was curious about that. Did we buy that, or do we have that on some? Like... We have it. Okay. It's one of those games about, like, years ago, and have never, never touched. Never touched, yeah. Um, but Saints but Row, hey, we, we for sure have it now. Yeah, Saints Row Three was a really good time for us. Mm-hmm. So, and we just got the remaster. We on did the Black Friday sale. Yeah, so gotta get some. We'll have to play that. Maybe yeah. talk about it. Yeah, definitely. Get some of the purple dildo. Some purple dildo bat downs. action. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then December sixteenth. There, through January 15th on Xbox One, there's going to be Bleed 2. And December 16th through the 31st on Xbox 360, there will be Stacking. Those are the games it's called. <laughs> okay. 
pretty uh, top tier crowd. <laughs> you know, I, as we've said, Xbox is just, they're dedicated to yeah. games with gold at this yeah, point. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> at some point, they're going to be like, you know what? Uh, do we have Solitaire? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do, can we remake Snake? <laughs> I mean, they did. Oh, okay. right. Yeah. Well, not probably. Xbox, but like there is a game literally called Snake. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we have some potential good news for Game Pass people, though. Uh, there's a game Xbox Game Pass Twitter posted like a screenshot of an email with references to things that um, made would make you think they are referring to Control, the game Control. So there's uh, the world is all a Twitter. <laughs> discussing as to whether the game control is going to be on game pass in december which would be pretty cool yeah i mean that's one of those games where we're like i want to play it but yeah uh, can it drop in price yeah exactly and what gets better in a price drop than no price at all exactly i um, guess paying me to play yeah, your game yeah that that would be cool too yeah <laughs> so yeah not confirmed but possibly the last time we had a, one of those tease things, it worked out for everybody. So, And then confirmed uh, for Game Pass in December are Dragon Quest 11? Is that 11? XI? <laughs> That's 11. Yeah, it's 11. 11S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, um, and Call of the Sea. So I don't know those games, but sure. Uh, Dragon Quest is actually, they used to be Dragon Warrior back in the day. And it changed names. Okay. Unless I just made that up, but I'm pretty sure that's a thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the games are actually done in the art style of the, like, Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. It's the same creator for the art. Oh, okay. That's not at all what I was... I was just assuming it was going to be one of those, like, Dragon Age situations. Like, we actually have that. My brother let me borrow it for PS4. Never touched it. But now this is the special edition... With extra stuff. So, mm-hmm. I'll just play this one. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. And PlayStation Plus has a few things for us that will be available on PS4 and PS5 December 1st through January 4th. Worms Rumble, Just Cause 4, and Rocket Arena. Pretty solid lineup. Yeah. The well, only one I even know anything about is Just Cause 4. <laughs> yeah. Which they, I'm pretty sure they've given up before, Yeah, right? yeah. And In some capacity. Uh, Worms Rumble is just, I don't I assume it's like a Battle Royale version mm. of those Worms games. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I forgot about those. There used to be like side view, mm-hmm. attack each other with like random weapons. Gotcha. Okay. Rocket Arena, isn't that the uh, soccer car game? <laughs> I was thinking it might be, but I wasn't sure. Pretty sure it is. Okay, good. We know it's not the PS5 game, right? That's not coming yeah. out till next year now. Oh, that like stupid looking Destruction one? Destruction Arena or something? Destruction shit? Battle. No, Destruction All Stars? <laughs> something, something generic <laughs> battle game. Was it Destruction All Stars? or? That's probably what it was. Battle yeah. Destruction All Stars? I don't know. <laughs> Mega Super Squad? Yeah. <laughs> as far as multi platform, we have apparently a twist with. Red Dead Redemption, it's getting a standalone online version, uh, so you will no longer have to have the campaign of the game to play online. Okay. I assume they're going to make this free to play and then mm-hmm. want you to 
spend money on their microtransactions and crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We know that you will be able to play as a clown. Yeah. From previous news stories. Yes. So that's cool. Yeah. That's very true. (laughs) Monster Hunter World is getting DLC based off the movie coming out in December. Nice. Uh, Apparently December 4th, players will be able to use Mila Jovovich as a playable character, Lieutenant Artemis. And she will be voicing all of the dialogue for the character in the game. Okay. So, cool. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be a two-part quest fighting the Black Diabolos and Greater Raphalos. I assume you know what that means if you play the game. Yeah. Otherwise, you're like... (laughs) Oh, what? Okay, cool. (laughs) That's where where I'm at right there. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that the uh, Diabolos is the... uh, the monster that they show in the trailer mm-hmm. for the movie. Oh, yeah. In that the, makes sense. In the sand uh, yeah. desert, as opposed to any other desert. Right. <laughs> the sand desert. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Red Dead Online will be available from the PlayStation Store, Microsoft Store, Rockstar Games Launcher, which I didn't know was a thing, Epic Games Store, and Steam for only four ninety nine. Oh, so you do pay for it. Yes. Five bucks? But no. <laughs> so it's four ninety nine, which is 75% off the regular price until February 15th, 2021. So hopefully the fact that... They're trying to just flash sale up because no one's buying it. So they're yeah. trying to stimulate... Like, How many five bucks can we get out of people? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so they're GTAing the shit out of it. Yes. Um, the good news is, though, that... Oh, no, that's not good news. Sorry. <laughs> The good bad news is... The bad news is, of course, PlayStation Plus or and Xbox Live Gold are required to play because it's an online game, mm-hmm. but people probably should you know, know that by now. You know, it's funny because certain games PlayStation is waving that whole thing on, but other games it's not. Mm-hmm. Xbox, typically, you have to have a, the service. Yeah. But I think Sony makes deals with certain developers that are more profitable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Oh, I don't know. Epic and Fortnite. You don't yeah. need to have the service to play that one right. on their console. Yeah. And the standalone version will require up to 123 gigs of disk space. Doesn't that seem like a lot? Am I crazy? 123? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a lot. That's okay. that's like a full game and that's yeah. just the online? Yes. So. I mean, then that's going to go up because they're going to just add shit randomly, Yeah, they're right? going to be constantly adding. Exactly. So, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how... How that can play out. I mean, I, I won't. <laughs> I mean, you and I will watch from afar as okay. it plays out for others. Okay. Much like Monster Hunter World, as we were talking about. <laughs> because apparently this two-part quest, in order to complete it and get the special gear and armor that's available with this marketing event, oh. you have to be a master rank. So... We are eliminated from even having a chance to get uh-huh. it if we yeah. ever cared to. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, that's a little weird to me, right? Because yeah. the whole idea is to market, cross promote for people to want to watch the movie and see, and maybe jump into the game if they haven't right. done that, right? Yeah. So you're basically making this a niche market of you have to already be a hardcore fan of the game mm-hmm. in order to play the content. Yeah. Which 
discourages people to even bother yeah because this content jumping con- in this content seems like it's something that's supposed to pull in people who want who like, see the movie yeah like the casual to, viewer to get them to gamer. go to the game but like if you have to be a badass at the game already that's not helpful mm-hmm. unless do we know for sure that master rank means like anything prestigious that's true i don't know what that means <laughs> okay. that could be like you beat the tutorial yeah that's what i'm wondering that's if it's true. one of the it could be like a misleading term. but even then yeah. um <laughs> I don't like you putting expectations on me. (laughs) You're now a master. (laughs) I just pressed start. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a master at something, but it ain't hunting. Yeah. (laughs) It's baiting. All right. The monsters. Yeah. Into battle. I see. Where were you going with that? Good recovery. Where were you going with that? (laughs) I was already trying to figure out how to make the joke before you even started, Mm, so. You sick fuck. Oh. Uh, Fallout 76 apparently released an update for the game on Xbox on accident ahead of the release date. How? (laughs) Somebody tripped and hit a button, I guess, on their their way down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, apparently they're claiming it's a glitch. Mm -hmm. Likely story. Somebody's fired. Yeah. His name was Glitch. (laughs) The glitch was that he hadn't been fired yet. A glitch allowed players to download the update ahead of schedule, originally planned for December 1st, but the update is now available to everyone due to the mistake. Uh, so really, I guess... Like a couple days. Yeah. yeah. So it looked like this was... I think it was, was earlier in the week, so it was, it was like five mm, okay. days or something. Gotcha. So basically what happened was Xbox players got it, but nobody else did. So they're like, well, oh. it's already out there, so here you go to everybody else. Right. We still have to play that. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's an update that we can jump into. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we're master ranks. Yeah. Uh, we do have a couple delays. MechWarrior 5 is apparently coming to Xbox consoles, which is a big deal because it has not for a very long time. Okay. It's always been PC. However, in light of Cyberpunk 2077's delay to the 10th, uh, it's influenced their decision to delay the launch of the game until 2021, where it will also be released with the new DLC that's coming out on PC. Oh, so they probably were like, well, nobody's going to be buying our game because they're going to be worried about yeah, Cyberpunk. This game has already been a thing. Okay. They were just launching on Xbox, and now they're like, okay, well, we're going to have competition There's with no a pretty point. big game. Yeah. So we'll just wait until later that and makes sense. launch it all at once. Uh, also, Cuphead, the delicious last course DLC, is delayed until 2021 at some point, which was announced in 2018, set for 2019, delayed to 2020, and now, of course, 2021. Sounds like a typical delay story of mm-hmm. 2020. Yeah. Classic <laughs> delay story. Yeah. <laughs> Say you're going to come out and then you don't. And then you don't again. And then you don't again. (laughs) Anybody who's playing Rainbow Six Siege, uh, there is apparently an update as of the first, which will give people 4K and 120 frames per second for next-gen gaming. Cool. Of course, you have to be on next-gen. Right. Fine print. (laughs) Somebody's on an Xbox One, like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) They're on their tube TV. Yeah. I was told there would be an update. (laughs) Yeah. Sir, I don't think you know how this works. 
There's some news for people who are anxiously awaiting Cyberpunk 2077 and wondering how the next-gen save situation is going to work. Um, basically, to break it down simply, they are cross-gen compatible saves. So when you start playing the game on current gen for Xbox, if you're on Xbox One, then when you go to Series X, your save has automatically been backed up to the cloud because that's how it works. Um, and then you can just make sure you're connected to the internet the last time you play it on your current gen. And then when you hook up the new gen, it will just sync to your console and you're good to go. So you should be able to just jump right in. Um, they're, they reference smart delivery. I don't know if that's exactly related, but it says that uh, that was part of the reason. It probably is somewhat considered a part yeah. of it. But smart delivery, I always consider just like the console knowing to give you the best version of the game for the console you're on right so i guess Um, but i guess saves are probably a part of that aspect yeah your console knows which version which save to retrieve or whatever maybe you're yeah anyway i mean this sounds great but like isn't this what xbox has been doing for years like we have multiple xboxes like we hop between them and every time it just loads your save from the cloud yeah but they're all the same generation we're not cross-gen playing between 360 and Xbox One. Yeah, well, that's kind of what the whole point of what they did with the user interface was for the, the next gen, right? They, yeah. They made it basically the same. Mm-hmm. They improved things, but they also did that then on Xbox One. Exactly. It's all unified. Yeah. Um, so for PlayStation, it's a little bit more complicated, but still will work. There's three options for you. You can, one, connect your PlayStation Plus account and upload your saves, and it works basically the same thing, same the same way that the Xbox works. But if you don't have PlayStation Plus and you're not going to get it, then your other two options are, one, uh, two, to transfer your data via LAN cable or wireless connection, or three, to use a compatible storage device to copy and transfer your saves from the same PSN account on PlayStation 5. That, of course, you're not going to be able to transfer a save from a different account to yours. That would be, that wasn't going to work. But, so I'm kind of wondering why they even mentioned that in here. But, anyway, um, it seems fairly straightforward. If you have Plus, it's going to make your life a lot easier. But you can still transfer your save to the new gen, even if you don't have it. Yeah, I I will say, though, you say it's easier. But with me trying to get my PS5 file saves from games that are... From PS4, mm-hmm. like Days Gone, stuff like that, Spider-Man Remastered. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit of a, a, a mess in the beginning because, like, with Xbox, like we said, you, you just it's just there. Like, it just it uploads it. It's there. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to, like, go and find it. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation, I swore I had it on the cloud, and then it was like, oh, it doesn't exist. And I had to, like, jump between the, the PS5, the PS4 multiple times, and eventually I was able to get it to work. But it was a hassle. Yeah. And so, so, like... Especially since our PS4, our old gen is now downstairs and the new gen upstairs. Yeah, so, so I'm getting, like, forth. exercise, doing things against my will. You're like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. <laughs> Next gen is a crock. <laughs> um, eventually, I got it to work. But, like, yeah. it was not as convenient as I was hoping it for would PlayStation. be. For um, PlayStation. Yes, okay. for PlayStation. I will say the Spider-Man one was a little bit easier once I figured out it's it's a little different, but like basically you go into the game, upload it in the game, and then you download it in the game. So oh, that was okay. slightly different than what you do with the other ones, which is through the PlayStation Plus. Okay. But obviously if you don't have Plus, that's the, the, the other route, right? Just mm-hmm. flash drive, put your save on it, put it into the new console, yeah. download it. Yeah. But I do feel like Xbox definitely has PlayStation beat in the aspect of 
user-friendly save transfers and cloud storage and all that stuff. Yeah. It just feels like it's a lot more user-friendly in that sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's like one of their main platforms. So like when I say platform, I mean like their whole thing that they were telling everybody about Mm -hmm. for when moving to the new gen. It was like everybody's going to be compatible with everybody. So it makes sense. Mm -hmm. They definitely followed through with that. And then Sony was very pick and choosy about uh-huh. what games will do it and yeah. what ones won't. Yeah. And they're like, okay, okay, you guys aren't too happy about this. Yeah. We'll allow this one now, too. Yeah, which is... After it wasn't possible. Yeah. But that also probably explains why it's clunky to do the transfer, because they didn't intend, originally yeah. intend to allow it. That's true. Maybe they can provide an update at some point that makes it easier. Um, also, fun fact, and another thing that Xbox is doing that is going to blow everybody's fucking minds... Uh, Phil Spencer was talking to uh, was talking to The Verge and said that he he said I think you're going to see an Xbox app for smart TVs in the next 12 months. I don't think anything is going to stop us from doing that. So basically, it sounds like they're trying to move away. We've talked about this before, where it's like yeah. the, the console it won't be required to be a gamer. And he's all you know, we've had news stories where he's suggested such a thing would be possible at some point. Mm-hmm. And so it just seems like the natural progression, right? Absolutely, yeah. You We're eliminate the console. Yeah. You just have the tech through the TV. Yeah. Smart you TVs just have to figure out a way to standard, sync right? a controller or whatever, and then you're yeah. good. And you got Amazon, Google, all doing these things where mm-hmm. they have controllers that sync to to that, right? Mm-hmm. So it just seems like the next progression yeah. for gaming. Yeah, I'm definitely down for that. Especially when you have issues with, um, I don't know console sales uh, <laughs> yeah being stolen by scalpers mm-hmm. at you know retailers yeah this could completely eliminate that whole problem yeah definitely it's gonna add a whole new parameter to purchasing a smart tv though about which ones have the processing power or whatever yeah that's to, true. to that's functionally true. play real already games. i'm already learning that our tvs are supposedly not the 120 hertz that they claim to have been as far as the next-gen game. Well, they are, just not at 4K. <laughs> yeah. I, I've tried to switch the settings to even do that, and oh. it's still saying, oh, no, you don't have 120. What? I don't. I don't understand. Our TV claims it's true motion 240, which is supposedly 120 in re- reality. Yes. But the Xbox doesn't register it as 120. It's saying mm. we don't have it. Interesting. Um, other people I've online have said like oh well you have to have the hdmi 2.1 or above i don't know if we have that but i don't know how you can say you have 120 hertz on the specs if you don't have the 2.1 port hdmi port to yeah yeah so anyways so good example though is like the tech has to be there too that you're using in order for that to really even work without the console yeah good news for anybody into the Microsoft Flight Simulator game that was released on PC. Uh, we talked about rumors of this, but uh, it seems that they are getting a VR support update in December uh, on the 22nd. Uh, players will be able to download the free sim update too, which will let them use their VR headsets. Mm, so Obviously like... not PlayStation VR because right. that is not on the console. Yeah. So probably like Oculus and whatever the other ones yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> Valve, whatever the yeah. other yeah. PC based right, right. headsets are. Okay. 
that's got to be pretty crazy to do Flight Simulator in VR. <laughs> oh, I'm really excited for it. It's yeah. coming to um, 1X, I think, and Series X mm-hmm. and all that stuff at some point. So I'm excited. Yeah. Obviously, we won't be playing it in VR. But... Right. But it'll still be cool. Yeah. Especially on your yeah. TV. Just not in 120 hertz. <laughs> it's only going to be in 119, from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, but on the topic of PlayStation VR, the exclusive Blood and Truth is now able to run at 4K and 90 frames per second on PS5. That's a random not number I've ever heard before. It's probably they couldn't get to 120. I don't yeah. know. Maybe like, maybe PS5 doesn't do 120. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but keep in mind, you would have to have the adapter. Yes. In order to use your VR on your PS5. Yes. So. But is that free or do you just... It's free, but I don't know how long they're still doing it for. Right. Okay. Uh, you'll just have to go request it if mm-hmm. you haven't done that already. Yeah. There's a website you can go to. Just make sure you go to the site for your region. Mm. Heard some stories from people in groups where they did it the day it was first available. And for some reason it brought them to a UK site versus the US site. Oh. And so now their VR is locked into the region for the UK. What? And they cannot get the adapter because they are not in the UK. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I'm sure that Sony support can fix it. Yeah. I've heard stories of that, so. Right. Well, you talked about scalpers earlier. Yeah, fuck those cunts. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, there's been some really interesting confusion going on in the UK with people expecting their PS5 uh, deliveries from Amazon. A lot of people apparently are getting... Either no package at all, or a package that has something entirely different in there. Some examples of things people received instead of a PS5 are an Instant Pot, a toaster, and cat litter. (laughs) So, um, that's weird. So, I read this whole article, and uh, it's by, I don't know what her real name is, but her Twitter name is Bex April May. And she did, like, a poll on Twitter and somehow got 500 people, 508 people to answer her poll, which is fucking impressive to begin with. So she must be somebody. Mm. Um, <laughs> and out of those 508 people, they all didn't receive a PS5, um, what that they had pre-ordered. And 47% of them got a random item instead. And 53% got no package at all. And some people said that they even uh, had the package marked as delivered. And they saw the delivery guy sitting out nearby their house, but then they never came in. One, a couple people said they even confronted them, and they were like, oh, "I don't have it." Like, but mm. like, why are you sitting there saying it's delivered then? So there's a whole lot of shady shit going on over there, and apparently there's theories going around that it's part of like a bigger criminal enterprise where they're like paying people, like a big crime ring. I don't know, like mm. mob <laughs> yeah. is paying off people and saying they're paying the drivers to give them the the ps5s and then they're opening up the box and then sealing it taking out the expensive shit and putting in something trash and then sealing it again but they caught it because some of them are using like clear packing tape instead of like standard amazon tape um they had a source that used to work at a distribution center for amazon and they said that it's really not possible that they could actually be getting them snuck out of the distribution center or the warehouse because there's cameras everywhere and they even like scan people 
um, on their way in and out. Like, they had people, they had somebody get caught for having, like, an S, micro SD card or whatever. So, they were like, I don't really think it's possible that they're getting them taken away from the actual facility. Yeah, and that's facility. pretty hard to find because they're so small. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's kind of fucking nuts that this is going on and it sucks for all these people who aren't getting their PS5 and then Amazon's kind of like, we're sorry, but like, I mean, they haven't, they, they can't really do anything they about can't, it because they don't there's have no any. stock for them to replace it. Yeah. It sucks. Um, but it does make them look bad that they don't have proper security as far as the customer mm-hmm. sees. Yes. They can't be trusted to yeah. deliver a package that they yeah, I don't know what courier service they're using in the UK, but we've had issues before. We not a lot, not a lot recently, but mm-hmm. sometimes the the courier service they use is sh- shady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, well, you said like that. You know, they somebody would show up and then they didn't even deliver it, and then yeah. it's like we've had that happen. Yeah. Where I don't know if they were just a fucking idiot. Yeah. But somebody showed up. Yeah. We have cameras, so yeah. we have footage of the person. Yeah. Driving up. Uh-huh. Stopping in front of our house for like, I don't know, it was like five minutes, ten yeah. minutes. Uh-huh. Never got out. Yeah. Left. Mm-hmm. And then marked that they delivered. Yeah. So. And we, there was one time they even said that they left it on the green mat. And like we did have a green mat in front of the door. So they had to get close enough to see that there was a green mat. But not close enough for me or you to notice. Because we were in the living room like all mm-hmm. fucking day with the windows open. Like basically. Mm-hmm. So like. But there was no item anywhere. So it was very... This is so weird. I don't know. I mean, maybe these people don't get paid well enough to, like, not steal your shit. But, like, just integrity. I don't know. It's weird. This fucking sucks for people. Yeah, the fact that they said it was a green map makes me think they look for something that they can give a detail on. Yeah. So they can claim that they were there. Yeah. But that thing was, like... I want to say it was, like... That was maybe the... Uh, um refrigerator filters the water filters mm-hmm. like it was not even an expensive item and it was like why would you even mm-hmm. yeah no I, I remember it wasn't that big deal it wasn't yeah. something that was worth it was stealing something stupid and amazon so was like hey yeah, we'll would... send you a new one but yeah. we were like but that's dumb like they they stole it like something happened like because it never they were they never came here super weird but yeah so real huge fucking bummer to have that happen when you ordered a ps5 like you got super excited to actually get a pre-order mm-hmm. you think and then not only do you either not get one, but you also open your box and you find out it's fucking cat litter and you don't even have a cat. Like for us, at least we'd have cat litter. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, okay, well, I mean, I, right, I, I needed I that. Free cat litter. Cool. Yeah. Well, but free, where's my PS5? $500 cat litter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Hopefully that gets like figured out. Yeah. And, and the appropriate people are caught but yeah definitely <laughs> look at whoever's quitting <laughs> their right? job after this came out yeah it makes me wonder like how much you could you one would be paid to do this it would have to be like, worth the, the risk yeah right, of exactly unless they're really just that stupid yeah that's weird so because i would imagine it would be considered a bigger deal than just a theft it would be like considered like a like, is it racketeering or whatever? Um, like, organized crime, Yeah, like, it would be yeah. considered something a higher yeah. tier, I would imagine, yeah. because of the significance of how they're it doing it. being an organized it's like effort, yeah. planned out. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, piece of candy. And yeah, then... <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. So I saw a funny thing. I don't know if it would really work or not, but it was like, if you want to get a, get rid of a bunch of shit, 
put it into an Amazon box and leave it on your porch all day. Mm-hmm. And then people will steal it. And then you don't have your shit anymore, which is awesome. It was a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that glitter bomb thing that that yeah, guy did. Yeah, that's hella funny. <laughs> okay, so that's a huge bummer. Hopefully those people get their stuff worked out. Apparently that doesn't stop whenever people even get their PS5s. <laughs> so there were people that received their PS5 that apparently decided to sell access to their PS Plus collection to PS4 owners. I'm assuming not most people weren't doing this, but apparently there was kind of like a loophole that people discovered where you could allow someone to log in to your PS5, gain access to your PlayStation Plus collection, and then that person could then log back into their PS4 and then download the games they would have access to them. So people were going and put them on like yeah. auction websites so and stuff. So the person buying the games mm-hmm. from the person with the collection yes. would also have to have PlayStation Plus. Yes, correct. But they wouldn't have access to it unless they were on a PS5. Yes. So it's just one of those... It's clever, right? It's yeah. a clever loophole. That yeah. It, it's definitely shady, and I can, I can, but I can see why people would be tempted to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there was... I guess there, one of the users in Malaysia was selling access for eight dollars. Uh, some, which sounds low as fuck. I know, right? Just for the entire collection, do you not, think they not were just, per game. Do you think they were just trying to go like under the radar, like not make it too expensive so nobody noticed? I don't know. Or I guess Maybe. it's Malaysia, so I don't know what our money. I don't really there. know how you would know though if somebody was paying or not, right? Like how Sony would be able to see the like. I would imagine they could see the the traffic of yeah. accounts going in and out of that particular device, but yeah. like. They, how would they know it's being sold? Yeah, I don't know. It I guess. probably is, but yeah. like... I don't know if they... Th- I don't see how they could def- definitively prove it was being sold versus this person's just giving it to a lot of fucking people he knows. Yeah. Yeah, but some people have, had added up to 50 clients, like 15, 50 people that were not the owner of the console had logged yeah. in. So like, no matter how big your family is, not everybody in your fucking family has a PS4. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's definitely a little, a little shady. Um, so what the, what PlayStation did when they noticed the unusual traffic on several of these consoles is they, um, actually banned the user, uh, for two months for buying the content and the PS5s in use were permanently blocked from network services. So the PS5s of the people who were selling it are permanently banned. So basically... They can't do anything online. That fucking sucks for them because presumably all of the digital purchases that they could have made on that account Mm -hmm. as well are no longer there. Yeah. So I wonder what would happen if they could, like, do you think they could sell their console and then a new user would be able to get access to use online services? I don't think so because it would be tied to the, the ID on the console, right? That's the whole point. Yeah. Well, there, the, even Xbox is like that because when we logged in to the Series X when you know, we first got it, mm-hmm. you used a phone app mm-hmm. to log into your con- – like to start your console up. It wasn't like you just turn it on. You yeah. do. But like right, yeah. the startup function was mm-hmm. you had to like basically register it. To a person. To a person yeah. on an app and yeah. all that stuff. So like yeah. they have access to all this. Like they could straight up just be like, your one console does not work. Yeah. 
I just wonder if this person, these people that can no longer use online services decide, well, I'm going to sell this console because it's not useful to me anymore. Then is the person they sell it to fucked forever? Probably. Oh, that would suck. So and I would given be so the fact that they're in the position of not being able to use this console, yeah. they probably are okay with doing something like exactly. that. Exactly. What do they have to lose? I would assume that's a thing. Yeah. That's a good point. Actually, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So. So. Hopefully there's a way for like customer service to like rectify that. If you could, like, call and say, you've proved that you're a new person that owns the console. I don't think they would do that, though. Yeah. Because they don't want to risk it. Yeah, that's true. Because all the person would have to do is be like, oh, I'm a new person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Put it under somebody else's name. Yeah, that's true. When they get the account again. Oh, that would suck. Oh, I would be so fucking furious. Uh, Yeah, so that's pretty fucking crazy. I hope that nobody gets sold a PS5 that can't go online. (laughs) So if you're listening... Don't buy one if you see it for super cheap. Yeah. yeah. And another thing is like, in a way too, they're also kind of forcing these people who did this and now have a console they can't use online. They're kind of forcing them to have to go buy a new PS5 when they can. Right. Which is probably not going to be likely anytime yeah. soon. So, but my question to that is, if they do buy another PS5, is PlayStation going to ban their accounts too? Well, yeah, they wouldn't be able to use that account again. They'd have to right. make a new one. They'd have one. to make a new one. Okay. But they'd be sense. able to. Right. They could just make a new one. Because at this account. point, that device specifically won't be able to go right. online. Well, I guess. So they'd have to get a new console and then a new account. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be able to use the old one. And then any previously purchased content is just fucked, too. Yes. So, so in a sense, Sony is just like, it's an indirect way of being like, well, you potentially stole money from us by giving it to other people. Mm-hmm. So. So you have to get In a way, money. you're basically buying a console to make up for it. That makes sense, yeah. I mean, that's my words, not theirs. Right, but... no, I, yeah. it's But I can see the logic from a business standpoint. Yeah. Oh, a lot of crazy shit going on out there right now. They need to just make a way that you just play it through your TV. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if somebody can get on that. Yeah, somebody. Maybe within the next year. Yeah, somebody might be getting on that. All right, well, that's basically it for our news, huh? Mm-hmm. A little bit more shallow of a week, but we do have a pretty big game to talk about now. Yeah, we do. Obviously, it's heavy topic of PS5, so why not get into some Spider-Man Miles Morales? Absolutely. Uh, so, as you all may remember, this game came out November 12th of this year, not too long ago. It's an Insomniac Games developed game published by Sony, and um, it's like, a single-player game where you get to be like Spider-Man, but Miles Morales, not the original Spider-Man. So it's pretty self-explanatory. Obviously, it's not any kind of, like, subscription. It's not on PlayStation Plus or anything because it's a brand-new game. But uh, it's very similar in playstyle and all those things to the original Marvel's Spider-Man game. So um, I didn't play the first game or the original Spider-Man game. I'm going to now, but um, we have an interesting little dynamic we can compare notes, basically, because you played the original one. I played, technically, I played the demo whenever we played that at, like, E3 or something, but I never played the actual game once we got it. Oh, yeah, there was the demo. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the, it was like five minutes or something you got yeah, to play yeah. open world. And I was excited. It was, about- my, it was probably more than five minutes. I think it was, like, 15, but. Yeah. It was, like, one mission, essentially. Yeah, no wonder yeah. that line took forever to get through. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I remember liking it, and I was like, yeah, I'll play it. And then I just never did because it was up here and mm-hmm. all that. So, um, But I'll prob- I'm will probably i definitely going to go back to it now. And you played both. 
and have lots of opinions. So let's get into them. So having had no prior experience with the previous game, I feel like I don't have any extra bias that are, so that's coming from that. So just objectively, without outside influence, I thought this was a really fun game. I thought the um, mechanics for um, traversal and like the web slinging or whatever you want to call it um, and the combat were really fun. And I really enjoyed the uh, extra powers or tools that the character gets as well. I thought it was because originally in my mind, I was like, well, how much can you do with just webs? <laughs> webs. Yeah. Um, so the part so of, you're talking like the venom power. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, the bioelectricity and mm-hmm. other stuff. So then that's also kind of a downside for me because I knew I wanted to go back. Like once I started playing, I was like, well, I definitely want to go back and play the original game now. But part of me is like, well, how cool can they be? Cause I don't, I know he doesn't have the same powers. So obviously I'm still going to play it, but part of me wonders if I ruined myself on the first game because original Spider-Man doesn't have these Venom powers, which are pretty fucking cool. Uh, so I really enjoy. I thought that moving throughout the world was fairly easy. There were some things that I felt like I, there were, the controls didn't respond as quickly as I expected whenever web swinging or whatever, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure if it was me or the controller. Sometimes I felt like. And you were playing on a PS4 Pro. Correct, yes. We should make that clear, I guess. Sorry, since we yes. have like different consoles. Yes. I um, was on, I think, Xbox 360 or something like that. Yeah. If I'm correct, I think that's what I was on. Yeah, that would be pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, I, I felt like the story left a little bit to be desired. It was entertaining and I got the answers I wanted out of it, but I felt like it wasn't very deep. Yeah, I... It, it certainly was a shorter game mm-hmm. than the 2018 Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of like the bigger problem with my take on the game. Mm-hmm. It's not so much that the game isn't good. It's more of what you enjoyed of the original game. Mm-hmm. But for me, it felt like you're paying more for something that is less. It, proportionally speaking. Right. Um. The story was fine. It was a little lackluster. I feel like, yeah. I mean, obviously I played the 2018 game. And so, like, going into this one, I felt like the story was very short and, like, simple. It was safe. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I don't know Miles Morales myself that well as far as the comic goes. Mm-hmm. But based off Into the Spider-Verse, you know, the animated movie, mm-hmm. I feel like I maybe that was... Maybe that impacted my expectations of the story because I, to an extent, knew what to expect. Okay. But overall, I feel like it was lacking comparing it, I guess, to 2018 Spider-Man. Which gotcha. I, I probably shouldn't do, but like, they're literally the same game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can I can see that. Um, I just feel like, even though I had fun with it, I don't know if I could say this is something that you should go and buy for the price it is. Like, I feel like it's like drop in price kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a little bit of stats I would like to like throw out there. Not really stats, just kind of like comparisons. Mm-hmm. So the 2018 game had about nine villains that you fought against. Twelve okay. if you include the DLC. Okay. Okay. This game had maybe three. One of them was a returning villain from the 2018 game. Mm-hmm. They revealed who all the villains are yeah. in the trailers, but yeah. I'm not going to say who they are just for sake of yeah. 
anyone who was like, oh, I just got out of my rock. Yeah. <laughs> that alone was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So there's not much to work with here as far as implementing the, the storyline with a, you know, a, a villains to really, like, interact it with in the game. Yeah, they it drive just, the story. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that bothered me. Um, other things, like, you brought up the Venom jump and stuff, like, the, the those moves, which were fun and enjoyable. But I did feel like, to an extent, they were just reincorporated versions of some of the tech that the 2018 game had. Okay. As far as, like, the gadgets you used. Okay. Um, there's one called the Suspension Matrix that the 2018 game had, mm-hmm. which was basically you throw it down and then it just like basically makes this gravity hover shit that like picks people up and they just float in the air and you just beat the shit out of them in the air. Yeah. So basically that was what the Venom jump was in this game. It, yeah. It was a little bit different, but yeah. essentially you slam down and then it launches them up in the yeah. same concept. Right. And then you beat them up. Gotcha. And so to me it was like they basically just took what they already had and incorporated it into a different variant but mm-hmm. it was essentially the same thing that you already had okay um and that said you had only four gadgets in this game mm-hmm. which one of them was just shooting web so three gadgets yeah actually whenever you jumped into the original the 2018 game to like check something out to com- for comparison i was like wow there's so many fucking things on the wheel yeah there was there's eight gadgets i think altogether. Okay. um I guess I just felt like they were really lackluster gadgets as far as the Miles Morales game. And I just wish they had a little bit more creativity with some of the stuff you did. Or just brought back some of the other gadgets. Like, there's a trip mine from the 2018 game where Mm -hmm. basically you shoot it onto an enemy. And then when the sensor sees like a wall or some kind of object, Mm -hmm. it shoots a web. And then... Sticks that person to a, to the wall or something. <laughs> nice. Okay. It's like a fun, creative way of yeah. like tackling enemies and okay. stuff, right? That kind of stuff was really absent. It was like they had like this gravity thing that kind of like brought everybody together, and that was like okay. Well, yeah, I so I understand what you're saying, and I get it, but I also feel like given the fact that Miles Morales has all these natural powers, I feel like those. They don't have to be on the gadget wheel because they're just part of his body, right? Yeah, okay. Fair enough. And the gravity wall thing was really cool. If you did it with enough enemies, then you could uh, venom jump or venom slam and, like, kill them all. Yeah, okay. So it would... I get that. It was useful for creativity as far as the idea of combo usage. Yeah, 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 I get that. But it just... Overall, the game felt like it was literally just a copy-paste as far as the world itself mm-hmm. the, literally the map was the exact same map as the 2018 game so you really all they did was just use the same game well i mean uh, yeah of, that's... of course you have differences because they had to put effort into like making the you know cut scenes and they the whatever sec small sections of like specific buildings that yeah. they were in for story missions and stuff like mm-hmm. yeah of course they did stuff like that but overall this just felt like they just were like, okay, let's make like a a DLC uh-huh. and we'll just charge it like it's a regular game. Yeah. And again, I had fun. I enjoyed this. I think I'm two trophies away from 100%ing it. Yeah, I'm four. But it just feels like 
they really didn't do a whole lot that made this game worth the price point they put it at. Mm-hmm. And then it had me thinking too. You, they, they have the remaster with included with the seventy dollars, right, for PS Five. Yes. The more I thought about it, I was like, well, fuck. This game was intended to sell PS Fives. Yeah. So they had to make it better graphics. Mm-hmm. So they were already making the world for Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. And then they go and make the remaster. I'm like, well, f- fucking, of course. They they already have the world that they made for Miles Morales. Yeah, that's so, true. So copy-paste back. Now you have the remastered fucking world. Yeah. So and obviously I'm not a developer. I, there's probably more to it than that. But it, it just feels like it was a little bit more lazy as far as the content provided in this game. Mm-hmm. Even the side missions felt like they were the exact same missions, just in like smaller doses mm-hmm. as the other game. Uh, takedowns were, there was essentially two takedowns, the perch one and then the like slam them down to the ground mm-hmm. from above. And like the 2018 game had way more takedowns. Well, there they was... already had the animations. You couldn't just throw in a little bit more variety into this game. There was wall, ceiling, perch. Which are the same concept, though, because you're still just slamming to the ground or you're webbing them to the wall. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's true. They didn't really look too much different. They didn't have that much creative animations to them. That's true. Um, They did a little bit better as far as the um, combo finishers, I think they call them. Yeah. They had a little bit more variety. It felt like some suits had more twists in the attack than others. Yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't even realize it until I think I was close to finish with the game because I was doing something for uh, getting some trophy and I realized, like, this crazy shit came out of the suit when I did a finisher when I was wearing <laughs> the one of the suits and I was like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? I've yeah. never seen that before. <laughs> when I... the fuck we get ice cream. Exactly. But it was really fucking cool looking. And then, so then I was like, well, is this, can I do that with other suits? And I was like, then I realized, okay, it must just be related to the suit, but then it's not consistent because I would mm-hmm. try to do it over and over again so I can see it again. It feels like maybe, maybe certain suits unlocked a certain animation, I think, mm-hmm. but then they were just random after that. It felt like, okay. um, it just seems like they had way less variety than they had in the other game. Gotcha. And if my head, if you already had the animations, why couldn't you just do it in this game? Yeah. It's already there. Mm-hmm. You just got to essentially pour it over. Yeah. Um, you brought up the suits. The Spider-Man game had 43 suits. Miles Morales had 19 suits, which is a decent amount for the game. However, I will say I think they were a lot less creative with their suit choices in this game. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know the comics, so for all I know, each suit was very intricate to a comic design. Right. But half if not more of these suits were essentially like, oh, it's his standard suit, the black and red, but we put a scarf on him. Yeah. Or, oh, he's wearing a private school jacket yeah. with the same fucking yeah. suit that he had. Yeah. Um, and that was like half of the suits at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a few that were really, really, really unique. Mm-hmm. Like there was this kind of daft punk looking mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I can't futuristic remember what it was called, cyberpunk yeah, that looking one was cool. suit. That one's kind of cool. Yeah. 
my favorite suit of them all. Obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but <laughs> uh, it's based off a side mission that you do where you get, at the end of the game, you get a suit where you actually have a backpack with a cat in it. Yeah. And it's like your little sidekick. And mm-hmm. they have actual finishers that the cat joins in and slaps the shit out of a guy while you're attacking them. And it's really fun and creative. But, like, that was missing in a lot of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Some of the other suits were just like, oh, it's the same fucking suit, but we made the trim yellow instead of red. And I just felt like, really? Yeah. When the other game, you have all of these really traditional Spider-Man costumes that are like known from all the different comics and stuff or different variations, you know, different characters that were, you know, implemented as Spider-Man characters at some point. Right. And maybe it just falls down to Miles Morales just doesn't have as much variety as far as like character build character building you know maybe they just don't have as much costumes to use Mm -hmm. yet yeah yeah he's like a newer character right well he's not that new but yeah he doesn't have the history that spider-man has obviously yeah so i think i guess my biggest complaint about the game even though i really enjoyed what i played just for what it was is i wish they just made a, a normal game i wish they just made a full-scale game like they did with the 2018 one, but for Miles Morales. Yeah, I'm actually kind of bummed out. Like, obviously, I don't know the story of the comics either, but there's references to him being Brooklyn's Spider-Man. But we're in New York, and he lives in Harlem. So I think... And that's, like, a whole other part of the game, too, where they made the dumbest excuse why Spider-Man wasn't there, and it was just him by himself. And it's just like... Okay, so Spider-Man's on vacation. Cool. Yeah. You couldn't just make it like, oh, I don't know. Spider-Man's just doing his own fucking thing and yeah. he's not here because yeah. that's he's not, not his fucking problem. Yeah. but It's I think... Miles Morales and it's his story, so just let yeah. him do his story. Right. But along those lines, I think it would have been cool if they had just done the map for Brooklyn and had him do his own different city because mm. then they wouldn't have had the same map. And that's where it comes into me feeling like it's a little bit lazy Mm -hmm. as far as... It felt like what happened here was Sony was like, we need something to sell PS5s. Mm -hmm. So put this together Mm -hmm. because Spider-Man is the fucking thing right now, especially with Sony products. Right. But then in the end, it was also on PS4, which that's a whole other thing with the marketing. But like, it's clearly not a PS5 game. They just did tweaks to make it run on PS5, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like like we're seeing with next-gen games. Yes. Or consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess it just feels like this game was a lot of smoke and mirrors as far as the marketing mm-hmm. to make it seem like it was a bigger thing than it was. Yeah. In the end, it was just a fun, in my mind, DLC to the 2018 game that you didn't need to have the 2018 game to play. Gotcha. But it was a lot bigger than the other DLCs for that game, right? I don't know if it was that much bigger. I think we have... A, a, Story-wise, it looked like this is about 7 to 16 hours, depending if you complete the fuck out of it or just play the story. Right. Um, DLC alone was 6 hours to about 11 hours, it looked like, combined for the Spider-Man game. Okay. Um, And then, of course, the game for Spider-Man without any DLC was about 33 hours completionist, 16 if you just rushed through the story. Raging through, yeah. So... Proportionally speaking, I feel like this is just equivalent to combined DLC. Okay. Maybe a little bit more. But again, all of the side mission stuff was 
just copy paste of stuff. It wasn't like they made their own unique side missions. Hmm. It was just the same stuff, but for Miles Morales. Gotcha. Okay. Like there is even a mission where you have to chase down pigeons. <laughs> really? Which was like a bunch of missions in the 2018 oh, game. I hated that mission. And so. it's the same guy who has the pigeons, but you like it's. I guess you could consider it like a like a little nod to that mission thing in the other game but like it was literally just oh it's the same guy oh he's got the same problem his pigeons are flying away basically he doesn't know how to manage his fucking pigeons yeah i guess (laughs) maybe (laughs) don't have pigeons if you can't keep track of them yeah maybe don't put pigeon manager on your resume yeah idiot (laughs) but like just everything about this game was just copy paste as far as that like the enemies types were all the same exact thing, just mm-hmm. different skins. You know, we yeah. have Roxanne as the enemy, yeah, uh, military combatant versus mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it was in the Spider-Man game. It was like Sable Industries, I think, for the DLC, and it was something else in the actual campaign. Mm-hmm. I just so overall, you weren't that happy. No, overall, I okay. I guess I have two ratings. Okay. That's my problem. Okay. Is I, as a game, just playing this, Mm -hmm. uh, not putting a price on it, Mm -hmm. this was fun, and I would say my instinct is this is a slice it. Okay. For rating. Yeah. The the quality of what you're playing. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. When you put the price tag of $40 on the PS4 game... Mm-hmm. $50 on the PS5 game, and then 70 on the Ultimate Edition for the PS5, which mm-hmm. includes the remaster. Mm-hmm. I feel like that price tag is way too fucking high. It just does not make sense as far as why you're paying that much for it. Again, it, it's the smoke and mirrors of Sony wanting to make people think they had a fucking full game right. for PS5, and mm-hmm. they don't. Right. They have DLC, maybe an expansion if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. that they've put out with the title of Spider-Man. Gotcha. Um, that said, I hope they make a full game for Miles Morales. I do enjoy what I saw as far as the potential for the character. Mm-hmm. I hope that he has more unique characters and villains that he fights himself. And he's not just going to be the, give him Spider-Man's fucking villains when, whenever we need to give him to fight somebody. Yeah. Because that's essentially what they did here. Right. The main antagonist in this, I feel like, was a complete boring enemy to have. And it was completely predictable who it was. A hundred percent. And that was my biggest problem was like, again, I don't know if that was something in the comics, but I feel like as soon as you see a cutscene with a character in this game, mm-hmm. you you fucking You're know. Like, yep, that's the one. That's the character <laughs> who is going to be the twist villain. Yeah. You just fucking know it. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I felt that way as well. And it bothered me that I, yeah. and that was like what, like half an hour into the game? Not even. Yeah, not very you, long. That at you all. get that moment, and then yeah. you're like, okay. So at this point, you're just like waiting for it to tell you, rather than being along with the ride, like you were in the 2018 game of like, what? Yeah. Because that game was based on him already being an experienced superhero. Yeah, because he's like. So it was long past all like the 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 traditional stories, you know. Right. This feels like it's like. The origin story of Miles Morales. Yeah. Which people already know. Yeah. So you're not getting something new that you didn't know already. Yeah. To an extent. Mm-hmm. And again, I think the Into the Spider-Verse kind of probably messed with that for some people. But I don't know. I, I've i said too much, I guess. I, 
Well, um, I like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I got this is the closest I've gotten to potentially being able to uh, platinum a game <laughs> because I think all and the is it considered a platinum? Do they even have a platinum because it's yeah, so to, small to get all the trophies? So they do have a platinum yeah. trophy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll really happen, but I like it seems like it's within my reach. Because it was so quick for me to play that mm. I'm able, I was able to finish it and have time to go back and do achievements and or uh, trophies. The only one that's making me consider whether or not I will be able to platinum is the hundred. The hundred combo. X combo, same. That's- um, but I did notice in New Game Plus they do have a couple new uh, skills that will they don't break your combo that will help you get that. Yes. So I feel like it's kind of designed where you can't not get it exactly. If you if you pay attention yeah if you can do if you pay attention and do the right skill combos you will be fine to get yeah yeah so i think i was absorbed enough and interested enough to go start a new game plus which i think i've only ever done like one or one or two other times and but because so i think i didn't get overwhelmed because it was so long Mm -hmm. Uh, so i did enjoy that of course this is kind of like somebody on amazon saying oh this product's so fucking amazing it was provided to me for free like i didn't pay for the game um and i'm just playing it because you bought it so it's uh i understand taking into account the cost and a comparison to what the other game offered and how much that cost yeah i agree that it seems like it's a little overpriced but um having not played that game i can't speak to the quality difference but i am yeah. i did enjoy it and i'm still enjoying it while i finish my trophies and i i remember uh Uncharted Lost Legacy was $40, right? Yeah. And that was a smaller scale Uncharted game. Yes. But I just feel like, looking back, I feel like it still felt like it was a bigger game than this feels like Mm -hmm. it is. I'm really interested to see how fast somebody could beat this game if they just... Like, I assume New Game Plus, you'd have all your skills and right. stuff, right? So Just, like, you rage through. Rage through the story yeah. alone. And mm-hmm. I'm curious how quickly it could be done. Yeah. Imagine less than five hours if uh, somebody prob- was really good. I would get. I'm going to guess based on probably nothing. Three and a half hours. That's okay. my guess. <laughs> we should look it up. <laughs> and, of course, there's always the argument, like, well, you can't put a price on a game because of the, the uh, amount. Because there's indie games that are great and really fun, but they're, like, smaller compared to like triple right. a titles right yeah i get that but this is based off of a triple a title that is essentially the same fucking thing mm-hmm. in a smaller scale which yeah. you know it's all about budget i i'm just curious that they just didn't want to risk putting a higher budget on a game at launch until they had a bigger user base user base right part of me wonders that because they already had if If this is just a prelude to a full game, and the reason they did the same map was because they already had it, and it was an easy way to test out the character. Well, they have to do a different map. They cannot cannot have the exact same New York, Manhattan area, whatever the hell it is, in a second official Spider-Man game. Right. So what I'm wondering is if this is just to introduce the character and it was easy to use the same map because they already had it, and then the next game... Potentially will be a completely yeah. different place. This was obviously just about yeah. convenience because mm-hmm. they had all the DLCs they were, they were working on after the game came out. Mm-hmm. They had Ratchet and Clank they were working on for PS5. Mm-hmm. They have this game they were apparently working on. So they couldn't put out a full feature length game. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm not questioning why they did what they did. I just I'm just questioning like how they thought it was okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, overall, I'm gonna slice this game. So I just realized I never gave a rating a minute ago when okay. I was talking about it. And a couple more noticeable points I will say is one. Watching you play on the PS4 Pro, the frame rate felt like it was laggy at, at points where you don't see that on the PS5, which which really tells me this game was not optimized properly for both consoles. I mean, if a pro's struggling, then that's that's saying a lot because a lot of people don't have pros. You know, there's a good chunk of who just have the base PS4. So if they have an OG PS4, they could really be struggling playing this game with the frame rate. Uh, the other thing is there was a lack of a performance mode for the, the PS4 Pro specifically. Um, it felt like they just completely left it out so they could put it in the PS5 version, um, which is odd because games like God of War, Horizon, Zero Dawn, uh, Last of Us, Last of Us 2, like those kind of games, Uncharted even, I believe, they all have these performance modes where you can pick frame rate optimization over the graphics or vice versa and this just completely did not have it at all it's like they just left it out so they could say there was a difference between the ps5 and the ps4 version and again i know i sound like i hate the game but i don't i actually really enjoy it and i want more of miles morales i just feel like the price is not worth Mm -hmm. what you're getting out of this and i just think for people who are on the fence Wait for a price drop. Yeah. Wait for a sale. Yeah. Um, at the very least, don't go and try and rush out for a PS5 to oh. buy this game. Yeah, because you can get it on you PS4. You get it on PS4. So yeah. if you really, really want to play it, sure, yeah. I guess, 40 bucks. Actually. And everybody's different. There's people yeah. who are like, this is totally worth the $70 yeah. or the $40 or yeah. whatever price they paid for whatever version. Mm-hmm. And of note... We noticed this because you played on your uh, PS5 and I played on the PS4 Pro and you actually were saying you were kind of bummed out that you didn't get any load screens because you saw my load screens and you're like, these are actually kind of cool. That's true. That is a good point. So, so keep that in mind, Because I was people. on PS5 and because of their load ability, I didn't have the load screens. Yeah. And so you had really cool like model frames of character yeah. of the different suits and stuff yeah. between loads mm-hmm. and I didn't have that. And of yeah. course, the one that I saw was... The one with the spider cat costume. Yeah, and I was like, well, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's true. That is a, that is a good yeah. point. I um, forgot to mention that. Yeah. Uh, it's sound. It's just it's just more of the same is the only mm-hmm. thing I can. Right. That's the only takeaway I can give people is it's just more of the same. Yeah. You do have, like you said, the Venom stuff. But mm-hmm. it, do, it does feel like it's kind of re- cycled into a different type of move but it's really just the gadget stuff the function of it is Um, the same it's just i will say the camouflage thing is a nice new element i don't recall that being in the other game Mm -hmm. Um, i really liked that part and it does add a new element to the um stealth side of it and and kind of it was interesting to be able to play stealth because it's not typically something that you would focus on yeah it definitely adds an element so you can not just jump in and, and try and beat everybody up and, and dodge. Yeah, because I went through every, like, a, one of the, like, base things, and I went through and I got every single person as, like, a ceiling or a wall uh, hang thing, whatever you call it, perch takedown. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Because, like, they never figured out I was there. 
And it was like, okay, there so was you got no the trophy conflict. where nobody ever saw you then. Yeah. I didn't get that one yet. Yeah. I was wondering how I was going to do it because I feel like it's very hard to do that. You have to be very patient. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me I might not get it. <laughs> you have to plan on getting it and like really make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to be very cautious. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it sounds like it's a fun, good experience as far as just a solid thing to play yeah for playstation mm-hmm. uh my only takeaway is maybe wait for a sale it's yeah. not worth the price in my mind when you look at comparing it to what you're getting value wise out of the 2018 game and the dlc mm-hmm. you know you can buy that whole thing for 20 dollars. yeah with all of the dlc yeah that's what like 50 60 hours uh-huh. of gameplay which is essentially the same as what this is yeah I guess just a question of do you care more about Peter Parker or do you care more about Miles Morales? Right. Um, but I have to imagine anybody who is interested in this has already bought the 2018 game. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. Potentially. Nice save there. Just in case someone <laughs> Well, didn't. I mean, I didn't play the first game, so I'm the exception Yeah, but you here. have it. You just yes, chose I not just to play it. I didn't play it, yeah. <laughs> Thought that you didn't have access to it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're like, I'm holding out for a Gwen Stacy. Spider Gwen. <laughs> yeah. Which I guarantee is probably oh, on its way. For sure. Definitely. It's probably on its way. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they just do the entire, like, Engine the Spider Verse roster. That would be fucking cool. And just throw them all together Peter and, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What? You want to play a game as a spider pig? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who doesn't? Okay. Spider pig. Spider pig. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I think that's it. Yeah. I've rambled about We've this game it all too, on the table. too much. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Our group's called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast to interact with us all week long. You can also follow us on Twitter at DTFpod. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. We would appreciate any reviews or direct feedback to learn how we're doing. You can send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com. You can even send us suggestions or content requests. We would love to hear from you in any way. You can also find us on dtfcast.com. That's episode 69 of Dissecting This Fiction. Nice. nice. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>